Our institutions have become corrupt. Unconstitutional agencies are infringing on your rights. What will it take for you to open your eyes to the tyranny at hand? You're an American born with unalienable rights, yet those rights are being trampled every day by unelected busybodies. Your liberty was secured by strong men and women of yesterday. Are you willing to let it slip away? You're listening to the Dangerous Info Podcast with Jesse James. So Taylor Swift is finally showing you guys who she truly is and you're still not paying attention, huh? She literally called herself a witch in this tweet. Billboard chart says this is a song for all the lonely witches. Y'all think they're just putting on an artistic act? This woman was on tour going state to state doing live rituals on stage. And nobody's paying attention to it, huh? You're that brainwashed. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a serpent behind her. Y'all waking up yet? Last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch. In that video, she was acting like she was in hell. So yeah, last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch in hell. But are you catching on yet? So a witch in front of a serpent. Let's go deeper, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't it interesting that Taylor Swift looks exactly like Zena LaVey? Who is Zena LaVey, you might ask? She's Anton LaVey's daughter. Anton LaVey was the founder of the Satanic Church. And his daughter, Zena LaVey, was a high priestess for Satan. Safe to say she was a witch. Oh, how the resemblance is remarkable. So America's Sweetheart blew up being America's Sweetheart, but now she's trying to make it cool to be a witch. Hmm, why is that? Well, I said it before, you do not get this big without certain contracts being signed. They got her right where they wanted her just so they can turn her around so she can manipulate the youth. The kids love Taylor Swift, but instead of being a great role model that she built her fan base off of, now she wants to be a witch. Y'all see the switch? And this isn't something new. Billie Eilish with children. Building a fan base with children. Then all of a sudden she made a song called All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Now this is your Billie. Now this is your Billie. And all the brainwash would call it artistic. Little Nas X built a fan base off of children. They blew this man up out of nowhere. Then what happened? Out of nowhere he switched. Next thing we know, he's sliding from heaven into hell. Even gave him his own satanic shoe. They had 666 on him. Also, Luke 1018, the verse in the Bible where Satan fell like lightning. So do you guys see the comparison? Do you guys see the pattern? Do you guys see who they're after? They're after the youth. Because if they can control the youth, they can control the future. Y'all might have thought she was America's sweetheart. But my Bible says even Satan himself masquerades like an angel of light stop listening to these artists and stop letting your children listen to these artists 
Little do you know you are allowing demonic spirits to come into your household. Because when you play that nonsense, you are coming into agreement with that nonsense. Your eyes and your ears are portals. What you let into them is what you're coming into agreement with. 2024, let's be smarter. Let's be more wise. If it's not glorifying God, Broadcasting from a secret location near Detroit, Michigan. Jesse James and Outcast are on the run, exposing the plans of the technocratic overlords and their political hand puppets. Stay safe out there, brothers. You're listening to the Dangerous Info Podcast with Jesse James. That's right, everybody. Happy New Year. It is Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. Welcome to the spiritual battle of our lives in this brand new year. It's going to be a crazy one. This is not the same world that we grew up in. The race to 2030 has now been 2025, and the spirits of the Nephilim giants have been passed on to the satanic international elite who are trying to gain control over humanity. Are we going to wake up in time for the coming struggle? Well, we're going to find out soon, everybody. But in the end, remember this. God wins. That's right. I want to say a big shout out to our live podcasters and our viewers out there tonight. In all those little uh, secret chat rooms over on Rumble, Twitch, Pilled Foxhole, Twitter, Clout Hub, and D-Live. Welcome, everybody. If you guys have a like, if you have a like button or a thumbs up, whatever it is over on Rumble, I know you do. Please on hit that hit that button, will you? Hit that smash. I'll be checking the uh, Super Chats, the Rumble Rants, and all the gold pills. And remember this, you guys. If you want to get in early and get your comments read, your questions read, uh, any of your feedback, you want to get that read, go to DangerousSuperChats.com, and you can do that. That also helps the show. Helps us keep the lights on around here. That blue light, that white light, all those crazy lights, all right? So that's DangerousSuperChats.com. If you guys want to support the show and uh, gonna, you're going to be uh, wanting to get some questions into our guest tonight, it's going to be a good one, you guys. Uh, also, if you guys want to leave us a voicemail, you can do that. Might even open up the lines. Who knows? 248-238-8155. Again, that's 248-238-8155. Now, I want to give a big shout out to our guest tonight, episode 129. This is the Crystal Ball 2024 featuring Ace Battle, you guys. You guys are going to really enjoy this guy. Uh, We just met him actually yesterday, right? I think last night. So uh, I'm excited. We talked to him today, and uh, we're all prepped for the show. So I think we're going to have a good time. And I just welcome all the new viewers, all the listeners, everybody there out there in podcast land. Welcome to the show, you guys. I'm going to be checking checking out uh, everything you guys are adding so uh it's gonna be a good one i want to give a big shout out tonight to our subscribe stars and all of our sponsors that are out there taking care of us every month uh biffermac 
Fire Doug, Ryan Mansfield Show, Carmen Rosario, Jill Bark, Chad Geyer, Manny Spejo, Michelle Yerkes, Ham Hawk, Dwayne and Teresa Lazowski, Heidi Human, Pastor Eric King, Steph Mee, Cheryl E., and Bonnie Moriarty. Now, I want to give a big shout out to our uh, special supporter. I, I want to call it a special uh, supporter spotlight, right, for uh, Dwayne and Teresa Lozowski. Now, Outcast, I'm going to bring you in right now, brother. And I just want to say, hey, you know those guys, right? They're friends of yours, Dwayne and Teresa. Correct. Yes. Well, she sent me a, a, a message the other day. And I haven't responded to her yet because I've just been prepping for the show and just doing everything. But I have a, um, uh, you know, a, a good response for her. And I want to talk to her. I want to add her to the show and her and uh, Dwayne. So uh, just thank you guys. You guys are the biggest funders every month of the show. Dwayne and Teresa Lozowski. I just want to say a big thank you guys. Uh, it's awesome having people like you out there uh, helping support what we do and being like-minded as, uh, as we are. And we're all trying to learn from each other. Right. And I think tonight's going to be another one of those nights. We're going to be a learning, bouncing a lot from, from people to people. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of good ideas, especially tonight with ACE battle. So happy new year outcast. <laughs> it's 2024. Thank uh, you. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne and Teresa are, um, just like us. They're truth seekers, um, seeking the spiritual aspect as well as the conspiracy act aspect. And um, uh, once they found out about us, they've been all going no slow with us. They really appreciate what we're doing and they've, they try to listen to every episode and um, there's no words to express how grateful I am for them. And it's cool that she reached out to you today about uh, maybe helping out with some tech support too. So uh, that's just awesome. I mean, it just kind of compounds the feeling that we have with most of our listeners, which is it's a family here. We may not be huge, uh, but the people who get us, they really get us. We're not for everybody, but we drive some folks wild. That's, <laughs> That's right. And, and you know, I, I enjoy it. So, you know, it's like every week we keep finding new people uh, out there that are of uh, like mine and, and want to, uh, want to go on this journey with us. And, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, just a big shout out to all you supporters that are out there supporting us monthly. Uh, that helps. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that go in there and, and hit us up with a PayPal every now and then. And we appreciate that too. Uh, but for us to get that growth, brother, that we need, we we got to have that monthly stuff. And you know what? I need to check because I've gotten some messages from some people that go to Subscribestar. And, and I want to know if anybody out there has had this issue. Um, when you're trying to sign up to support us through Subscribestar.com, um, are you having any issues with your credit cards going through or, if, or, or anything like that? If you are, let me know because I, I have had a few people say something to me about that and saying that, uh, you know, something's just not, you know, they, it might miss a month or whatever it is, but I, you know, I don't want that to happen. If it's, so it's happening to you guys, let me know. So I can, you know, reach out and to, to subscribe, start and, and take a look at it. Now that's not the only place where you can support us, right? Obviously you have, we have subscribe star, um, Patreon. It's still out there. All the links you guys are in the description of the show including our, our links for our guest tonight, Ace Battle. So I can't wait for you guys to meet him. Um, you guys are going to have a good time listening to him and, and what he's got to say. So um, let me see here. Uh, I think that's it for our main stuff. And, you know, again, I just want to make sure you guys know we're not sponsored by Pfizer or any of that crap, right? None of that. We're sponsored by you guys. You guys are the the dangerous info pa- info podcast uh, supporters and the patriots that we 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 vibe with every week. So, um, you know, you're the informed audience that we're looking for, not this Pfizer, 
knuckleheads, right? We're not down with any of that big stuff like that. So, um, you know, if somebody's going to want to try to say what we're going to say, we're not working with them. Uh, we have our own minds here and we, uh, want to keep waking up other people's minds. So that's what it's all about. You guys know that. And, uh, outcast what's new with you so far in this 2024, do you work today? I did. I worked. Um, it's a little bit of a baptism by fire. For some reason, my car didn't want to start this morning, which was sketchy, but I don't know. Maybe it sat. I don't know. <laughs> I right. got it going, but that was kind of weird. So yeah. I thought that's an interesting start to the year. But I, you know, it's weird. I don't want to sound funny, but I had this weird feeling that that was the devil trying to stole, uh, slow my roll. Um, you know, our guest tonight was brought to us uh, through our friend, Sister Verita. Mm-hmm. And the timing, as you know, Jesse, was just Im- incredible. Yeah. Why don't like, you tell him? Tell him about that, what well, happened. Well, you reach out to me yesterday evening yep. and you say, you know, hey, um, you know, Marjorie Wildcraft, you know, she's still got issues at back at her place and she can't uh, be on any ideas for a guest or, you know, you, you said you were going to reach out for, to, to some people. I had no clue. I, I'm thinking I don't have anybody on deck. Mm-hmm. And within like an hour, um, Sister Verita contacts me with enthusiasm. You know, <laughs> you got to get my, my brother on, you know, um, and you get, you, you got, and I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm checking it out. I'm like, okay, he's one of us. I get, you know, he's cool. Uh, but I, I contacted you. I'm like, Hey, uh, Jesse, we got to check this guy out. But I mean, just the whole timing of it felt like a, a God thing. It, it mm-hmm. just, it just clicked together. And, um, I went to bed last night on this high, like, I'm just like, God, I can feel you interactively working in, in our lives and our life projects, as I say in the prayers, a lot of times, yeah, uh, it's just one of those things. I mean, you you know how I feel. I mean, you felt the same way. It was just like trying to line up a guest, and one lands in our lap from a trusted friend like Sister Verita. It's just too cool. I was just like, wow, that's 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 a god thing. For well, sure. you know, you're saying all that stuff. You know that um, I was out there searching. I put out feelers because I'm I'm in contact with a lot of people who are going to be on the show eventually, right? And so I put out a bunch of feelers, but it was. It, it was so quick because we already had Marjorie lined up um, and, and she's fine. You guys, by the way, she's she I talked to her earlier today and yesterday. She's fine. There's nothing wrong. Uh, she just had that make that swift move. You know, she's down there in Puerto Rico and she had to make that swift move um, to her no house. She's settled. She's all in there. But um, she is concerned big time uh, for February. Which she's going to be on the the first week of February. Uh, that's that what we just talked about. So, um, anyway, back to um, to 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 our the way we found our guest today. That was, I, I'm not surprised because it's it's happened all along. Outcast, something falls through, something else pops up within hours. It seems like for us. So, um, you know, it is what it is. It's got God's hands on it. And uh, the, what else are you going to say? I mean, I'm just yeah. I mean, it's so much of this this show has been, you know. It's it's an answer to prayer in one way because you and I were going down deep rabbit holes and we we had something to say and we wanted to wake up our, our brothers and sisters everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So we wanted. So then God answered the prayer. Then yep. it requires obedience on our part. You know, carving out time to do this all the time. Sometimes you know it's not always convenient for our, our spouses or family <laughs> stuff. <Yep. laughs> uh, there's a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of logistics, but it's, we, we do it in obedience. And when then early on, we decided to dedicate it to God. And then since then he just keeps delivering. He just keeps saying, here's somebody else I want people to hear. Here's somebody else. And, and I think our guest tonight is uh, definitely in that, in, in that category for sure. No doubt about it. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's going to be fun. So um, I'm glad that worked out the way it did. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm not surprised by it. And um, yeah, right there, Hamhock, he's talking about God's timing for guests and it seems it does work out that way. So um, that's awesome. What's going on, everybody over on Rumble and Twitch, uh, Pilled Foxhole? I, I see you guys out there. 
um, having a good time. So if you guys want to add anything to the chat, do that. All right, Outcast, we have to we, we got to talk about a few things. So tonight's show is called the Crystal Ball 2024, right? I I wanted to get a hold. Well, I wanted to do the show, um, and name it that because we're right at the top of the mountain again, right? Last week we were down at the bottom of the valley. Now we're back up at the top of the mountain, and we're just gonna work our way back down in next December. But I think 2024 is gonna be a crazy year. I think I'm gonna compare it a lot to 2020. But with more chaos, more uh, orchestrated, uh, non-organic things, I think that's what's going to happen, and we're going to feel it. We're going to see it. Um, but I'm thinking that a lot of people, well, I know for sure, myself, you, and you know, probably everybody that watches the show, um, already know these things are coming, and we're we're, we're mentally prepared for what is is, is going to happen. Um, we're just trying to get to reach people to say, hey, look. These things are going to happen. They might look real. They're probably not. Uh, the media is going to be behind these orchestrated plans and events. We just want to make sure that you guys stand back. Don't get hit with any of that shrapnel, right? When it blows up, don't get hit with that. Back up. Let it let it happen. Watch it. Observe it. And try to talk to your normie friends and try to bring them back in. Say, look, you got to calm the hell down because don't get panicked like 2020. You can't do that again. Remember how we were trying to slow that whole thing down and tell everybody stop with the panicking. They're, you know, they're going to roll out this. Don't worry about that scamdemic. That's what we were saying the whole time. Remember they planned all that stuff, Outcast, and it was just. Yep. I think it's going to be a lot like that, but I think it's going to be on a higher level because the stakes are higher for these guys. We're getting closer to twenty thirty. Um, you know, we we know their ultimate goal is twenty thirty. Uh, it's in everything, all the UN crap, right? Uh, all their yeah. climate garbage nonsense. All right. So we have to expose more of that this year again and just keep pounding away at that stuff because they're going to be hitting us. Yeah. I, I'm going to make a recommendation because <clears throat> we all know we're, it's shocking how many normies are still completely asleep. I'm going to make a recommendation when you were walking around this month and people say, oh, happy new year. You're looking forward to the new year. Or any kind of comment about the new year, new year. I, I maybe this is ill-advised, but this is probably what I'm going to end up doing. I'm going to say, "Hey, just want to remind you of something. This is an election year, and if you remember, 2020 in March of 2020 is when they launched the COVID hoax on us. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so you better buckle up. You better, and then because I know I can just see Normie's eyes bugging out of their head, like what? Because they they forget so easily. Um, so I think it's our, our duty to to re refresh them and remind them uh, of what they pulled before." And to, so they can brace themselves of what they're going to pull again. And hopefully this time they won't be so gullible. Um, but I mean, I, I would say, yeah, do not comply. Every chance you get, I you remind these normies because, man, they're, they are, uh, they're a liability to us. They, they're, they're stupid. Their lack of understanding and their lack of willingness to look at what's going on in the world is a huge liability to our movement. If we wake up everybody, uh, the globalist plans are, are going to be highly hamstrung. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know. I'm just tired of these people forgetting so quickly. You know, they, you just give them a little bread and circus and they're on to the next thing. And they, you know, they support the current thing, which is, you know, either Ukraine or you know, <laughs> yeah. Palestine or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you, brother. And I think that, uh, you know, this year too, I want to stop calling them globalists. I want to call them the international elitists. You know, I've not wants to call them the lizard people. Well, it's, whatever. It's, it's all the same thing, right? That's what we're talking about, Ivanel. Right. <laughs> the lizard people will be running for their lives. Yes. I can't wait. Now, a lot of them we've seen, you know, a lot of them, you know, they're, they're, uh, 
they won't be able to walk the streets right without people oh. calling them out i love that man so um international lizard people <laughs> yes whatever you the bankers what are the cabals what, they're the same people is what i'm saying they have forked tongues and they're a, a nephilim uh bloodline so yeah yeah uh you know speaking about that what, what keeps happening like okay the epstein list right they they talked about that at nauseum again I guess we've been over this list so many times. It's been out for years, right? It's been out for a long we, time. I, we've been telling people, for, it feels like at least five years we've been telling telling people about this list. Right. Remember when it was just, uh, it was just Bill Clinton. Remember? <laughs> I don't know yeah. when that, that was like 14 or 13, something like that. When we yeah. were just saying, hey, no, there's, there's, there's an island, you guys. There's an island. There's this guy. He's, he's videotaping these politicians and, and then that's why they're not doing anything for us. And that's why they're doing all the crap. But it's just annoying to me right now that all this Epstein stuff is coming out. Like it's like we've been saying this for like a long time. New. What's new here? I don't understand unless it's for, to wake up the normies. That's the only thing I think of because we know about the drip, drip, drip before the big waterfall. Right. Uh, maybe it's, maybe it's some of that. Oh, what do you, well, the, 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 once again, the, not to bash the normies like incessantly, but the thing about them is that they don't get animated or agitated or angry or excited or sad or anything until the mainstream media tells them to. Yeah. They wait for their command. Mm -hmm. So when Joy Behar or, you know, Stephen she, Colbert, whoever, they come out and they say, look at this. And they go, oh, did you hear about this? Yeah. Even though we've been telling them for, I don't know, at least five years. It's just, it's maddening. It's but speaking of Joy Behar. Wake them up. Yeah. She's on the list. <laughs> Joy Behar. <laughs> Is she, is yeah, she really? yeah. You know, what's funny, too, is like like the one that came out today was uh, like a little different format. And of course, you see Rob Reiner, you see Robert De Niro, <laughs> you know, so all these people who are the most furious, you know, going crazy over you know, the orange man bad. They're all on the list. Go figure. It, it's huh? funny. Yeah. The people and, that were most animated against Trump were the ones that are on the list. Remember, you That's know. Serious. Yeah, local knucklehead Eminem running around out here all crazy and manic, manic and all that stuff. He's on the list. I remember when he was on the list, even before the, you know, it made it to to, to all the Q stuff. You know, people were talking about then. Um, he's a he's a fake Detroiter, anyways. He's not really from here. I know. <laughs> That's all right. He's gonna get his. They're all gonna get theirs in the end. You know. So yeah, it's it's, it's gonna be crazy. But um. You know, you I know want, uh, real quick, before ahead. we move on, you, you, the, the video you played um, uh, with the guy talking about Taylor Swift. Yeah, there's a that that same guy. I, we should get him on the show. I don't I don't know his name, but the guy that put that video together. Mm -hmm. He I, I started following him, and he was pointing out that uh, well, who's the the MMA fighter that uh, makes everybody furious who went overseas? Yeah, yeah, uh, John, John uh, um, the black dude, right? Darn it! No, 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 no. Because he, the guy he's, was Eastern Europe. They, they tried to accuse him of, of tra trafficking people. Oh, he Tate, wasn't, uh, Tate, Tate, Tate. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Tate. Yeah, Andrew Tate. The other guy I'm talking so about. Andrew, he he crosses out the the monster on in the in the fighting ring and all that stuff. Oh uh, yeah, John, oh, yeah, that John Joe. Oh yeah, yeah he's yeah, a yeah. that dude's badass. We need to get him too. All right, but anyway, but, Andrew but, Tate. But Tate Tate reposted that video that you showed at the beginning of the program. Okay. And at the end, he added on. He was saying something to the effect of like. um, I don't want to go into detail, but I know from experience that what this guy's saying is true, that you can get so far, and when you get to a certain height of popularity, they come to you, mm. and they give you a choice. Either you you let us control your messaging from here on out, or yep. we'll destroy you. You got two choices. Well, how many times have we heard the same similar story in rap music, you know, in the early 90s with hip hop? 
You know, when that was I controlled. I remember hearing that. I don't, I don't know we, if I remember we hearing talk, that. We talked about it on here. How, you know, about the prison system and, you know, they got to make these violent, uh, you know, right at the early beginnings of gangster rap when it made that turn from the, from the East Coast over to the West Coast and all that. You remember? We did yeah. shows on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. They, they took rap from being like, I mean, you think about it. The, 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 I mean, I'm not an expert in rap by any means, but you look at that early New York stuff that was breaking mm-hmm. in, in the very early days, you know, Grandmaster Flash and Melly Mel and all those guys, right? That stuff was fun. And then what happened to it? It just got darker and angrier and more violent. And now it turns out these rappers are saying that they were dictated to that they had to write gun violence songs. They were being instructed to do it. Well, that that, that was no, that that, that was related to the whole prison, the um what the prison complex, industrial complex, because those prisons went private. Remember, private oh. privately owned, and it yeah. was um what's his name from Public Enemy, um, oh man. Swit, oh, pr- uh, public enemy, yeah, public enemy. Sw- uh, what's his name? Professor Griff. Remember, okay. P- Professor Griff. Professor Griff. He he's the one that came out and exposed all that because he was in. He was either in one of these meetings, he was pulled into it, or one of the rappers back then was friends with him, told him all about it. But they were all threatened. There were a whole group of them, you know. And from what I I hear, there were some some pretty big dudes in there that were you know well known in the industry that were running things at the time. Producers and such, and artists and such, but uh, Professor Griff, he came out and exposed all that. So that that was good on him. Um, yeah. Let me see. It's consistent yeah. with that man's messaging because they were they had some brilliant lyrics. That, yeah, and, until until um, Chuck D went and endorsed Bernie Sanders <laughs> dancing on the stage with him and all that. I know Flavor Flav wanted to smack him over that. Um, no, it wasn't DMX or, or D- DMC. No, none of that stuff. Um, they weren't involved in that, that I know. I mean, who knows? We're never going to know, but I think the, uh, DMX, I think he knew some stuff before they, uh, remember last year, was it last year or the year before that? I think they took him out. <clears throat> remember all that stuff? Mm-hmm. They said it was, uh, it was drug overdose. He had quit all that stuff. No, it wasn't MC hammer. It wasn't like that. It was, I want to say more along the lines of, she's saying vanilla ice. No, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it was more on the lines of, uh, you know, bad boy records and, uh, death row and, and and other producers, things like this. So uh, okay. yeah, you guys are funny. You're having your own party over there in the Twitch. So uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Millie <laughs> uh, Vanilli, Mox says <laughs> some things that I want to talk about. Oh, another thing too is the false flag events, uh, the chaos events that they're going to do this year. We have Summer Olympics coming in France. Uh, like you said earlier, this is election year. Um, the Epstein list is is out, and it's going to wake normies up. Um, that sank, uh, Sam Bankman freed from FTX fried freed, whatever you want to say that. Goof, oh yeah. That goofball yeah. Kid. He, got, he got a free pass. He got a nut. Okay. So the first one, uh, what charges dropped or something? I can't remember. No, it was just, it was barely anything, some fines or whatever, but this one now cases dropped now charges all dropped. members of Congress. They were involved. Did you see that video with, uh, Maxine Waters and a whole bunch of those other Democrats were actually thanking him on the way out of that courtroom because Man. charges were mysteriously dropped. Well, from from things that I'm hearing, uh, his name or their, a lot of their names were on the lists um, of, you know, of payouts and and these kinds of things. So, of course, it's going to be dropped. Why wouldn't it be? Right. I mean, do we expect anything less? No. So, but there is a video, a 10 second video that I have of them congratulating him and, and Maxine Waters going like this, blowing him a kiss uh, as he's being walked out of the room as case, you know, as the, uh, the, the, 
the charges are dropped and he's a free man, right? Of course he is. Um, of course he is because all the money went to them. Right there. Ivan L knows what I'm talking about. She says, ba- same, Sam Bankman freed. All charges dropped by the DOJ for campaign, uh, campaign finance. Um, so they did take him back in jail for the first one, right? Um, but this one right here where he's going to expose all the names. No, that one's dropped. So that case is gone. His original one of, you know, has something to do with banking and, and, you know, whether it's money laundering, whatever they want to call it. Of course, that one's still sticking because there's no names being, uh, you know, brought out in that case. Okay. So they're going to, for the public, for the normies, that's going to look like, um, oh, he's, he's, you know, he, he's paying his dues now, but on this case right here where his all those people's names were involved, we're not going to see it. Um, isn't that funny? Why is, um, why is, uh, what's her name? Ghislaine Maxwell and all those clients. Remember, we didn't hear of any of those clients. We just heard of, uh, some, some young kids being raped and all that stuff. Who are the clients of all these young kids? Right. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Right. So she, I she got, she got, she got in trouble for trafficking to no one. Yeah, for sure. Oh, looks like we got a bot. <laughs> That's awesome. A bot tried to make it in onto the, yep. You guys take care of that. You guys know what to do. Um, so yeah, unusual whales published a list of the legislator lizard people that got money from FTX. Exactly. That's what happened. And of course they're like, no, you guys can't know these names. Uh, it's out. So, um, it's crazy, brother. Uh, any last thoughts before we get in? No, no, it's just, I can't, I think it's just a great point to, to bring up to anybody, any normie that talks about that, just tell them we've known this for years and then watch their, their face drop. Cause they're all excited. Cause it's new to them because they forgot what you told them last year. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and isn't it crazy how that just works itself out? I mean, Man. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> there's the, you know, there's, there's, there's not a whole lot that, you know, other than talking about this all the time, like we do, right. We keep mentioning it. Um, but I don't know. It's it's th- th- this whole mentality of the normie people. And remember, like we said before, I think once they find out, they're going to be in such shock because they're, it's so vast. The stuff that's been going on without them even realizing it, they're the ones that are going to be mad and ready for for battle. Uh, what I'm what I'm afraid of, though, is the way that they're doling this out. Like sometimes the drips are good, and sometimes they're not. In this case, I worry that they're desensitizing people to the seriousness of this. <clears throat> yeah. You know, they're going to try to like get to a point, I think where they're going to go, Oh, come on. You know, like, like Bill Clinton, uh, back when he, you know, fooled around with Monica Lewinsky, like, Oh, well, you know, that has nothing to do with his ability to govern. You know, they, that, they was, had all that was all a bunch of BS. Yeah. Behavior. Total, yeah. total BS, man. Yep. That's seriously, brother. Um, well, look, why don't we go over to the break? And because um, I'm eager to get our new guest on tonight, our, our guest, uh, he's, he's about ready. He's in the, he's in the green room watching us. And uh, when we come back on the other side of this break, you guys, we're going to introduce you to Ace Battle. Um, it's going to be a good show. So why don't you guys go over there and refresh whatever you're drinking, uh, you know, refill your popcorn, whatever that is. Uh, do it. Hey, it's, it's the brand new year. We're at the top 2024. Um, I think it's going to be a heck of a ride and uh, we're going to get into it. Uh, we're going to get into it again. If you guys want to hit that like button over there, at rumble, please do that. Over a pilled foxhole. What's going on, everybody who's watching? Um, we got a, quite a few people on uh, on Twitch, so we're we're, we're having a good time. Um, Outcast, do you want to do the 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 prayer right now, or do you want to do it after the break? It's up to you, brother. Uh, we'll do it after with uh, with Ace on on with us. All right, on the other side of the break, 
We're gonna do your uh, do your uh, prayer, and then I'm gonna introduce everybody to uh, Ace Battle. We'll be right back, you guys. This is the Dangerous Info Podcast. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name, and what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? The hope of a mill worker's son who dares to defy the odds. The hope of a skinny kid with a funny name who believes that America has a place for him, too. You walk into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach to the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. The Chancellor, the late Chancellor, was only partly correct. He was obsolete. But so is the state, the entity he worshipped. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind. Do you want to be a sponsor of the Danger Simple Podcast? It's quick and easy to do, fellow patriots. Simply go to subscribestar.com, buzzsprout.com, or any other support choices listed in the description of this episode and join us today. We aren't beholden to mainstream media narratives because we aren't mainstream media. If that's important to you, then we need your support to continue to grow and spread the message of free speech and the truth. We are just one small show out here competing with these globalist-funded, script-reading shit shows. We aren't down with dystopian nonsense. We're down with freedom-loving, liberty-seeking patriots like yourselves. We are the Dangerous Info Podcast. Please join us today. Stay dangerous, my patriot friends. Stay dangerous. you guys episode 129 here tonight crystal ball 2024 featuring ace battle we're going to be coming up with him in just a second after we do this outcast prayer uh outcast why are you there brother why don't you bring us a prayer and i'm going to do his uh intro after you okay before i do this prayer um I have. Uh, I want to address something really quick that was brought up uh last week by our good pal and opening voice of uh jack pine jack pine savage yeah and 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 i'm not saying uh i'm right or wrong i'm just gonna i want to share some thoughts that i have personally accept them reject them test them to the spirit uh, pray about them but he was saying why don't we lift our heads when we pray why do we bow where you know why are we looking down towards hell instead of looking up towards god and there's total validity in that question um uh so just some rambling thoughts real quick i want to say this uh for for our buddy um <clears throat> funny little thought first of all when i'm when i'm bowing my head my eyes actually roll up into my head my eyes are looking north by the way even though my eyes are closed and my head is bowed <clears throat> but there are times 
uh, when I'm alone, where I pray with my arms lifted and my head lifted, especially when I'm praising and just singing praise to God and, and uh, thanking him. Um, but then there's other times where, you know, and it's, there's no rules to this, but it, my heart tells me to humble myself because I am, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the presence of a divine creator who has a personal relationship with me through Jesus Christ. Um, and it's nothing to be taken lightly. And um, when I think about his power and his majesty and his mercy, um, I find myself naturally inclined to bow. So I'm not saying, I mean, other people have different ideas. That's fine. There's no right or wrong answer. I just wanted to tell Rob, why, that's why I bow my head is when I'm going to him making requests and, and, and expressing through my words that I'm submitting to him. Um, to me, it feels natural to humble myself. Once again, my eyes are looking up when I close my eyes, but um, there is a time for, for praising and lifting and there's a time for bowing and uh, that's up to you. Um, do it on your terms, but I, I, I don't think there's any hard rules to it, but there's a time for both. Um, on this show, I tend to bow, you know, um, it just helps me. Like I'm also like, I'm, I, I can, I can feel words coming into my head when I, when I got my eyes closed and bowed also. So yep. um, some thoughts for you there. I just want to share that real quick. All right. That All make, right. Makes sense. All right. I'll, I'll try not to drag this out. Sorry guys. Dear heavenly father, um, Jesse, Ace, and myself come to you humbly. Um, Lord, we, we love you so very much because you loved us first. We look at this new year with optimism. We know that you're in control. We pray that um, everything that has defeated us in our past is left behind. And as we look forward to the future, we will see what you have laid out for us. Not what people have said about us, not what we've thought about ourselves, but what you think of us and what you have planned for us, Lord. We look forward to this new year. Uh, we look for opportunities to share our faith with other people. Lord, we sense, I mean, we don't know your time frame. You are sovereign, but we sense that the time is getting near. And I pray that in this new year that everyone in, my, in earshot will be uh, emboldened to share uh, the love of Jesus Christ. Not just play church, but take the passion and the Holy Spirit that we experience in church out into the world and shed light into other people's lives. Lord, as your believers and your followers, we we want to shatter every attempt by the evil one that seeks to divide us and conquer us. We want to throw a, a monkey wrench into the evil one's plans by joining together through the Holy Spirit, not focused on skin color, not focused on race or religion or anything else, Lord, but rather just focused on the love of Jesus Christ in our lives. Lord, we cannot thank you enough for your mercies that are made new every day. We cannot thank you enough for um, healing every pain and wound and trauma from our childhood and our past and, and giving us um, healing and restoration, taking away every grudge and every bit of anger and resentment that we hold within ourselves by accepting the, the forgiveness of you, Lord, of Jesus Christ. May we go forward in our lives and forgive anyone that we feel, feel wronged by. Lord, I pray in this new year that we will shine brighter than ever, that we will share biblical truth with people who are lost and will bring more and more people into the fold. Um, Lord, we are asking for more revelations. Like we've already had revelations, like we cannot believe and we cannot thank you enough, but please, Lord, keep them coming. Just heap the revealings to us. Lord, we thank you for wisdom and discernment. In the new year, we ask for more wisdom and more discernment. Just keep heaping it on us, Lord, because we, we humble ourselves before you and we want to do your work. We submit to you, Lord, and we're asking that you have your way in our life. We pray that um, every one of your children that you see as your children, the, the body of Christ come together in a unity that nobody's ever seen before and that the evil ones will go running for the hills for fear of our Lord. 
Um, Lord, we thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ and the life that he lived, preaching and teaching and uh, and uh, casting out demons. He died a painful death on a cross, humiliated and mocked and scorned, and he rose th- from the dead three days later. He tore the veil to give us access to you, Lord, and we cannot thank you enough for that, that personal relationship that we now have with you. He, he is the, the second Adam. He, he writes everything that the first Adam did wrong, right from the bloodline of Adam, and he does the, he's the antithesis to Adam. In fact, he's the antithesis to this world, Lord. He's the way in a world that's lost its way. He is truth in a world that despises truth. He is life in a world that seeks to d- destroy life. He is the opposite of everything, and that's why we love him, Lord. In this fallen world, we can see brokenness. You've allowed us to see it, and, and we've, you've given us the antidote. And it's Jesus Christ in our heart. Lord, Bless this episode. Uh, may great truth and revelations come out of it. Uh, anoint every word that comes from our mouths, and uh, we glorify you. And we we thank you for Sister Verita for introducing us and, and putting this together. We can see your work in our lives in just the smallest details, and we love you for it, Lord. I pray all these things in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen, brother. Thank you. Yep, very, very true. And I'm glad you uh, brought all that up. So um it's it's awesome outcast thank you and even uh look compton conservative sister verita she's there with us tonight so i want to introduce ace battle with a proper description right here ace battle he is the host of until the tables turn podcast he's a god-fearing man married man with two children who became a republican due to trump in 2018 Ace started out as a blue-collar worker and worked in the entertainment business in Atlanta as a photographer and came from a two-parent household who believes fathers should be in the home. His podcast reached 1.7 million views on his Instagram page, which is only one year old and is designed to be a conservative voice for common sense. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, The purpose of Ace's platform is to open up the minds of those who have voted only one way throughout generations and to let them know that we live in different times right now where minorities will have to vote differently from the indoctrinated views of the past. And welcome to the show. Ace Battle, there he is. Until the tables turn, brother. Hey, hey, what's happening? How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I'm so glad to have you here. And, uh, you know, we've been talking pre-show just to trying to get to, to, to get familiar with each other. And uh, welcome to the Absolutely. Battle Ace. Yes, uh, Ivan L says, welcome to the Battle Ace Battle. Right. Yeah. What a great name, you guys. It's a battle a, out here, definitely. What a great name. That's awesome. So, um, wow, you've been sitting there. You've been watching the show. You've been with us since uh, pre-show doing all the, the pre-show stuff. And um, mm-hmm. you got a feel for what the show, what we're talking about. And uh, I know we have a list of things that we want to talk to you about. Um, and I'm sure a lot of our live viewers are going to be in here in the same way. So um, anything that you want to tell us about yourself or that you heard us talk about that you want to address right away before we get into our, our talk? Well, first thing first, yeah. uh, go follow Until the Table Turn podcast on IG. Uh, my whole platform is based off of people open up their minds. Uh, especially for my minorities out there that always voted one way uh, blindly right now. We had a time right now where we have to start open up our minds, start looking at the information, seeing everything for what it is. Stop choosing a side uh, as if we're just choosing a team and actually see exactly what uh, is really going on in this nation right now. I know everybody's tired of inflation or everybody's tired of our money being sent everywhere else and immigrants coming over here. And I'm just out here ready to speak the truth. So if you want to hear the truth, hey, go to Until the Table Turn podcast. Um, 
uh, on IG and uh, go buy some merch. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. So your your website that is uh, until the tables turn dot com or what is yes, the tables turn dot com. Okay, so, so you guys you go, go over there. there. You can buy some merch, and then if you want to, uh, uh, you go to info at until tables turn dot com. Uh, where if, you know, people that want to reach me or, you know, hey, do some business or something. So let me know. Excellent. Thank you. Well, you know, you brought something up important there, and I'm sure Outcast is going to have something to say about it, too. Um, I have I come from a family on one side that is highly of that same persuasion that you just talked about of a generation growing up. uh Oh, it looks like we just lost Twitch and Rumble. Don't know what's going on, but uh, something's happening out there. I know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, Ace has got a lot of followers, and they don't want him getting his message out. I'm <laughs> telling you, that's what it is. It's got to be. They're trying to hate on us. That, that's that's yes. what happens. It was like that on the other lives. Yeah. All right. So so my my question or my um, – all right, they're still there. They can they can still hear us. So uh, it, it's okay on their end. All right, good. Um, right. The uh, – the um the, the the question I want to bring up the point because you said minorities have been I don't whatever this trained or whatever it is to vote one way for generations. Half of my family on one, my dad's side over there, they were same thing with them. Okay, I've got uh, it's it's mixed Puerto Rican, black, Mexican, all that on on them one side, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's been a battle. It's like why, why do you guys just think for yourself? You, you don't need a big group think. Why why are you guys doing this? Come on, frustration, right? It's just frustration. Um, but I now a lot of them have seen everything that I've been talking about for years. You know, they used to call me all kinds of goofy names, right? Uh, you know, this that tinfoil hat, all this kind of stuff. It's like all right, well, I don't have to say anything anymore because they they see it. It's happening to them. Finally, to some of them, it's happening. So. Is that is that kind of similar what you're talking about where it's been ingrained for some reason it's been ingrained for decades as you put it generations for people to be forced because of family members saying just just vote this way just vote this way just vote. first of all I want to say in 1965 with that great generation act or whatever that was that Lyndon Johnson did that was the worst thing to happen to back black families that whole thing was a complete disaster now looking back on it uh the great society act thank you ivanel yes that thing right there destroyed black families and at that time well i'm i'm talking too much ace you you know the story go on (laughs) it's all good man i mean it's everything that uh you know i grew up uh i can't say i grew up as a democrat because i grew up in a conservative family even though they always voted democrat and you know they had conservative values so okay my biggest thing is, is um, my biggest thing is, is that, you know, uh, growing up, you know, everybody around me, I mean, from the media, everything, anything that was considered black from black media to black radio stations to anything on social media, it was always Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. And I was like, OK, cool. You know, uh, early on, I voted Democrat just blindly, of course, and, and just was like, OK, well. The Democrats, they didn't really tell you exactly, you you know, when you're younger, you don't really know a lot about policies and and things of that nature. They just say, well, the Democrats for the black people or the Democrats are for the poor and Republicans are for the rich or they always made it seem that nature. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I had to do my own research. And I actually didn't really start doing my own research until when Obama got in office and then when Trump got in office. And I'm looking back and I'm like, yeah, this this is not concerned. This is not the way I grew up. The things that they're promoting is not. 
you know, because like I said, I grew up in a conservative household, even though they didn't vote conservative. Mm-hmm. I mean, vote Republican. But, you know, it you know, the things that I was voting for went totally against my values. And that's when I started reaching out and saying, OK, well, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. And then how many people was really hating Trump? That's when I kind of took the red pill because I'm like, oh, let me actually really dig into what's really going on because these people hate him so bad. What is he doing so bad? I may not agree with everything he's saying, but I, I did agree with, you know, pretty much most of all of his policies. Yeah. So I started seeing the smoke screen and that's when I started realizing, okay, what's really going on. And once I woke up, my main thing to try to do is try to wake as many other people up. And there's a lot of people that were woke up that I did know, but, um, they were silent about it and like, you know, hey, hey, because I went off on so, you know, my, my first platform was Facebook. And then you know how Facebook is. I put up those posts and I have all these uh, comments that I would have to respond to and all of that. And it was so much of a back and forth thing. It got crazy. Yeah. So Instagram, it blew up. I've been on Instagram uh, starting at the beginning of the last year. And uh, yeah, it blew up. It just blew up, man. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to this day. And that's. That's kind of how I look at it. You know, it's, it's crazy how um, a lot of people perceive things without getting full information. I think a lot of people just are not fully informed and they're just kind of following what everybody else does. You know, that makes a lot of sense. And I know Outcast's going to have uh, uh, something to say here after I, after I talk. Um, it's, it's a strange thing how the families grow up conservative values, go to church, promote the family, father, mother. Um, you know, church, all these things, right? And then mm-hmm. they go into this voting box. Do they realize they're voting opposite of their values? I mean, I, that, to me, that's that's the same way that I, I grew up here too, uh, with with my, um, with the, with that family, a hundred percent conservative mm-hmm. values all along. But then you go in right. there and vote. It's like, wait a second, wait, did you just forget your whole life? And now you're over here doing this. So I, I don't know. I mean, you, you understand it's, it's what I'm hard saying. Nowadays, I think back in the day, you could be a conservative Democrat. But nowadays, I don't see how that's even possible. Yeah, you know, it's well, it yeah, it's be a conservative Democrat right now when they're pushing LGBTQ and and trans transitioning children, all the other stuff is like conservative Democrats. That's, that's thrown out of the window now. Yeah. So we yeah. live in a different time right now. Yeah. Outcast, yeah. you've been, what do you got to say, brother? I know you hear oh, you know, I could take this in a lot of different directions, but one of the things I want to touch on, I love that Ace used the analogy of picking a sports team. Mm-hmm. I, I, I use that a lot too, Ace. Um, I think that people like they go, oh, well, like I say, if you live here in Michigan, oh, my, my dad was a Sparty and I'm a Sparty means, you know, a Spartans fan when I say Sparty. Uh, it's it's like a, a family tradition. Well, this is the, the stakes are higher than that. And it takes spiritual discernment and seeking wisdom and discernment from God to break out of those par- paradigms, which is what you've done. Uh, Sister Verita's done. Uh, a lot of people have. Another comment that I want to make, too, it's, you know, the first when you guys were talking about this generational thing, I was like, oh, I don't know if I if I can relate to that exactly. But I can when I think about it, because uh, I came out of the hardcore punk scene. And, um, and I'm going to draw this, tie this all together in just a second, but you know, in the punk scene, everybody's expected to be Democrat, um, everybody or libertarian, it's no, even libertarians are shunned. Um, so, so, but there's no thinking going on. It's just like, it's groupthink is easier 
And and you think about it, I think people are unfortunately weak and spineless, and they they are more concerned about how many of friends and acquaintances they have rather than being true to themselves or truth that they want to spread. So they go, okay, well, if I want to hang out in this circle of friends, or in this case, in this in your community, whether it be Jesse's you know Puerto Rican family or or uh, the black community, but in this case, the punk scene, um, you you better talk the talk and walk the walk, or you'll be ostracized. Now, here's the, the the paradigm for all three of these different scenarios. This is not the same Democrat Party that it was back in the '60s. It has changed completely. I haven't changed my viewpoints very much since the punk days, but the, now I'm called a, a right wing, you know, radical right wing conservative. <laughs> where back then I was considered an anarchist punk liberal. Um, but they, the, they changed the definition, but they kept the titles the same. And you think about it, it's pretty clever because the, the, the people that aren't too bright that just go with the flow, they, they keep the title, even though the party doesn't represent their ideals or their, or their beliefs at all anymore. So it's been a very clever switch on their part through media, television. They just slowly started filtering fascism into your liberalism. But if you go back and you listen to George Carlin or other people from the 60s, um, they were considered lefties and they're talking about freedom. Here we are, a group of free thinking, you know, Christian people who are leaning conservative on our conscience. And we're now we're considered we're labeled conservative radicals of some sort. It's just it's 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 Satan's inverted reality all over this thing. Uh, I'm sorry. That's just my rant. Is that too much? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ace. (laughs) You know, uh, I think that. um, I really got uh, Redfield is, is is because when I first got on, when I was on Facebook, I used to debate. I used to like to debate with people. And uh, I was debating with conservatives. And I was, I think um, it was before Trump got in office because at first I voted for Obama. So, like, I, I'm still kind of new, you know, at the end of the day. I voted for Obama at first. And uh, I'm debating with people and it was, it was giving me this information. And I'm like, hmm, let me go do my own research, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I really kind of opened up my eyes because I used to de- I used to debate with conservatives, you know, uh, all the time before I even really understood what was really going on. Mm-hmm. And then when I got the real gist of what was re- really going on, I started seeing how the media would definitely lie to people, lie to us, uh, pull our heartstrings, make it seem that, you know, they would always do some type of ploy that, you know, made people or minorities, I would say, fearful of even thinking outside of the box. They would make it seem like, oh, well, something radical like slavery was going to come back or something radical like we would lose all our rights and stuff like that. And a lot of people, if they're not really looking at the other side, they will fall for that propaganda. And a lot of people, they don't. Their TV would not go off of CNN. They would never watch Fox News. They would never watch Newsmax. They would never watch any other platform. So they're allowing themselves to be fully indoctrinated. And that's when I told myself, I'm not going to allow myself to be fully indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get both sides and then I'm going to make a choice for myself. And that's exactly what I did. And I wasn't going to allow nobody to persuade me on some type of emotional tangent, you know? Yeah. And see, I think that's something smart that you did there. You, you took it upon yourself to figure it out. You just didn't rely on other people's words. I mean, that's the kind of stuff we did when we were infants and toddlers, right? Now we're, we're, we're taking all the information in and that's what this is all. This is an informational war. Okay, that that we're in and they use information as a battle strategy um, because they know that they pump everything, pump everybody full of this information. Well, nobody's going to you know know what to think. Right. So you have to sift through right. it. Uh, and, and that's part of that whole red pilling and waking up process. Um, you know, and it's different for so many people. Uh, we all have our own different little, quote, red pill, you know, awakening moments. 
And uh, some for some people, it's one moment. For a lot of people, it's a lot of little ones added up. All of a sudden, you 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 make these points, and you're like, wait a second, all these dots connect. I was never mm-hmm. this way. Thinking about it now, I was never that way. You know, um, I'm I'm just in general. Um, after you put the dots together, you'd be like, wow, I was fooled the whole time. Um, right. So it's 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 just um, you know, I'm glad that you found your red pill moments. And I'm not saying, uh, and Outcast probably saying with you. Uh, we're not saying that the Republicans are the answer to everything. No, not indeed. I mean, we're full of rhinos. There's full of all kinds of stuff. So I'm more of a free thinking right. mind right now. If, if, uh, you know, if, if these two ideologies on the, you know, the fake left, right, or the fake red, blue paradigm, if they were to shift again, uh, or, or back or whatever they go, I'm always into the Liberty minded individual, right. uh, you know, uh, small state, big individual, liberties right i don't care what you want to call it if it is if it's democrat if it's republican if it's libertarian if it changes i'm still right there because i want the most freedom for everything that we do the very small Mm. tiny little government i'm sick of being taxed and sick of all this crap i'm sick of working half the year for my money to go over there to some other country uh to, to to be laundered and come right back to politicians pockets we're paying pedophiles. Right. We're paying pedophiles for what? I'm sick of it. Right. I'm, I'm sick of it, Ace. Uh, t- help me fix everything. Help me fix it all right now. <laughs> Come on. You know what I'm saying, though, right? It, it's very frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the, the world that we live in right now is, is, is a lot different than what I grew up in. So, I mean, it was a lot easier for me to make a decision once they start pushing all the wrong things in society that I'm like, whoa, this is almost unbelievable. Uh, especially with the LGBTQ stuff. I think that really kind of hit me. I got children. I got, you know, I have daughters and uh, definitely don't want a man going in the bathroom after my daughter. So for me, it's about choosing right over over wrong in, in most of these situations. And you know, when I seen this, I mean, my first time actually seeing an LGBTQ uh, parade and like nothing against uh, anybody that, that, that lives that lifestyle, but I'm talking about the degenerate uh, uh, type of um uh, rhetoric that goes on along with it. The That's debauchery. the thing that I'm talking about. For, like, you know, yeah. like the the, uh, like the the parades and stuff like that. I was um, years ago. I was work. I used to work across the street from the Fox Theater, and uh, I had to stand outside on the terrace. And um, uh, the 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 pride parade went by, and I'm looking at this stuff, and I'm like, wow. I mean, it was. It, if you ever seen it, it would literally blow your mind. I mean, half of the people are half naked. Police officers uh, throwing. Um, Bees of different colors all out into the crowd. Yeah. Uh, kids was out there. Uh, the men were half naked, dressed in dresses, um, waving like Miss America out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was it was the loudest thing I've ever seen. And this was back in 2009. So uh, once I started seeing them push this into politics and, and, and make it OK for it to be, you know, around children and things of that nature. then that's when I said, oh, no, this is this is definitely something that's um, that I'm totally against. I'm not against anybody that that lives their lifestyle is between them and uh, and God. But um, when, when it comes to all these things and it comes to children, you know, you have to draw the line. You can't sit here and be like, man, OK, uh, you know, I'm going to let that slide because this is this is my team. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a person that's going to do that. You know, that makes a lot of sense. I remember the days when. Uh, whether you had, you know, the, the gay friend's uncle or, or you know, your, your friend's gay uncle or somebody like that back in the day, nobody really cared. It's just he was we all knew it. Oh, he's just a gay guy. No biggie. And he even didn't right. care. He would just be like, hey, 
whatever. I, I'm, I don't need to go out there and display like a pigeon or like a peacock. I don't need to go out there and display all this stuff. This, this is just me. And that's just how it was. But somewhere along the line, it got politicized. It, it got weaponized. Right. They used people's gender ideology, people's um, sexual ident- you know, ideology, and they wrapped it up. They grabbed it and they weaponized it and turned it into something that was never an issue before. Right. right. We, you know, it's, 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 thank you, Hamhock. Yes. The divide and conquer tactic. Yep. Exactly what that is. And we talk about that whole conquer and, and divide and conquer tactic here on the show a lot. Ace. And this is just another part of it. They did. They like to do it with the blacks and whites. They like to do it with the, uh, the, 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 the Asians and the, and the Puerto Ricans and the Mexicans, whatever it is, they right. like to do it. They do everything. The, the white collar, blue collar, uh, electric vehicles, gas vehicles. I'll win that war. I'll bring it on. I'll bring mm-hmm. it. On. Um, but anyway, it's the same thing. Outcast. Go ahead. You know what I'm getting at? Yeah. You know, and it's funny last episode, we, we touched on something. I can't remember what it was now, but we were saying, at this point in the game, if the government is promoting it, you know there's something wrong with it. There you go. <laughs> right? Weaponized. And, 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 and if they're pushing it, it's like, it's one thing if it's organic. Like, let's say if, the, if society shifted in that direction, but it's not even organic. It's like, like, like Ace just said, he, went, he saw this parade and, and the police were throwing out the beads. What? Wait, shouldn't the police just be standing there for, for crowd safety? When did they have to be involved? Right? Th- right. There's your red flag. I mean, that that's a red flag in itself. The other thing it gets me too, I can't help but ponder is like you said, I liked your Jesse, you're talking about the, the gay uncle and everybody knew or the kids. We knew there was kids in school that probably were. And we're oh, like, yeah, okay, for sure. We, we know. And it's kind of like, don't ask, don't tell. We didn't care. You nobody, nobody, nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's right. fine. It's fine. Just do uh, but, it. But, yeah. but, but I, I guess the argument is supposed to be, well, because we've been surrounded by straight people everywhere and every movie and every TV show and everything, we feel oppressed. Okay, so now you're going to impress oppress me with parades and everything else where you're flaunting it. And, and the last thing I want to say, too, is because Ace p- keeps bringing up his kid. Make no mistake. They're coming for our kids. Mm. They're coming for everybody's kids. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah. Sorry. Just like what you guys were talking about beforehand there uh, uh, in the introduction early on they're They're coming for the children. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, having young children, especially girls, uh, I'm definitely. Uh, having to protect my children and even in the small sense of having to look at every book that my child gets from the library, which I've caught some mess before. I can't remember the name of the book, but I've caught some mess before. And I actually put it on my page um, where it was a mother and a daughter. Uh, It had, it talked about feminism in there. They had feminism flags. Uh, They talked about um, the rainbow and how they want to change the world. And I'm like, wow, what is this? You know, a, a child might not fully understand, but they're conditioning them through all these symbolisms and, and things of that nature and, and the flags and everything else. And I'm like, OK, well, it's a mother and a daughter. But where's the father? So it's like there it comes to a point now where they're trying to condition children to this new reality that is totally against God, from my understanding. It's totally against God from what I know. And. Uh, yes, that's when you know that if it's against God, then that's when the devil lies at. And, and so I definitely can't allow these things to be uh, put into the, the, at least the faces of my children. And I want to speak out there for anybody else that has to deal with these different things, you know, because as a kid, we didn't have to worry about these different things. Not to my knowledge, not when I was younger. So yeah. I was just seeing the world change right here in front of me. And it's, it's crazy to see, you know, mm-hmm. but 
I mean, it's the world we live in. And that's why it's important for people like us to be able to get out here and, and speak the truth and let people know to keep their eyes open. Yeah. Smart. Outcast, what do you have to add? <clears throat> no, it's just, like I said, the, the, the coming after the kids thing is really disturbing because they know I'm just streaming this kind of consciousness thinking. First of all, they know that if they can capture the children, they can capture the future of the, of the country. That's, that's the scary part. That's, that's how calculating they are. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing to, too, if you think about it, like earlier, you guys, I, I already, I forgive me for forgetting, but you mentioned that, um, uh, was it LBJ or somebody, uh, yeah, that Linda deal Johnson. that started to destroy the black families, great, right? Great society well, act. Okay. Well, you know, I, I go to a very multicultural church and, and, uh, these people I go to church with, they have solid families. So I think that that plan is starting to backfire on them. I think I, I get the sense that people are, you know, in the, the, uh, black community are coming, you know, galvanizing their families more than ever before, because they can see that what it's done to them, sixties and seventies to them. Right. So now they need a new way to do it. So they're always reinventing the same game plan, just a slightly different approach. If you can convince a dad that he's actually a woman, which by the way, I know I have customers like this where they, they're like, I'm talking to this customer one day and she's like, yeah, my husband's transitioning into a woman. What? What? And okay, so now you're going to see them. They're using this stuff to fracture families. It's all about fracturing because when you got you know God's family unit intact, and then you got humanity working together, um, you know, recognizing each other's uh, the Holy Spirit in one another, not looking at the the differences of other things. You've got a situation where we're very dangerous to them. That's that's the divide and conquer. That's all they've got. That's that's their thing for for trying to control mm-hmm. us. Um, and and I think that this LGBT thing is just an extension of it. That's just another version of fracturing. Absolutely. That's exactly what they've been doing. Um, if you look at the media, it's always about something about racism. I mean, out of 330 million people in the United States, they'll try to, they'll, I mean, just watch because we're now we're in election year. There, I believe there's going to be another George Floyd type of situation. Yeah. Uh, with uh, the Democrats are going to try to come and, 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 basically try to make it a um, be the saviors of that situation or whatever the case is. And it, and that part is, is, is a part of um, destroying um, the thought process when it comes to people being able to en- enjoy their own neighbors. You know, we all have to work with different races um, to live in this type of live in this country. And uh, when you only on the media see the negative side of every different group and every group is seeing the negative side of every other group, it creates hate in some people's hearts. Um, I'm out here in the real world, but there's a lot of people sitting in their basement watching TV and they view black people based off of only what they see on TV. They view white people based off of only what they see on TV. Yeah. They view LGBTQ based off of only what they see on TV. And, um, you know, people create uh, their own type of biases when it comes to that based off what they see on social media and on TV. And, uh, yeah, I think that it, it makes us more of a divided nation, and that's the biggest problem right now. And I think that we're more divided than we have ever been, and that's the that's the biggest issue. Yeah, for sure. You know, Ace, you said something earlier that I just remembered, and I want to just throw this out there. Uh, you said something about uh, the, the migrant, the illegal immigrants, the illegal aliens coming through the border that are being forced through the border right now. None of this is uh, – uh, what do you call it? None of this is happening organically. All right, it's they're being funded, they're being driven, they're being they're given uh, instructions on how to talk, uh, pamphlets, brochures. They're they're being uh, clothed, they're being fed, they're being given water, shoes, phones, maps, everything. Right, because there's an attack on our country here. 
Now, the UN, if you go over to the UN, United Nations uh, website, you'll see the population replacement, even though the left doesn't want to talk about that. And they say, oh, it's all fake. You're a bunch of white right ringers and, you know, all this kind of weird stuff. But there's an actual plan on the United uh, Nations webs, uh, website of population replacement of the West. OK, it's happening in Europe. Now it's happening here in the United States. OK, they have to conquer these. They have to break them down. When you brought up bringing these illegals in. Um, and I want the audience to know, that, you know, our audience is probably pretty smart and, and they probably already know this stuff. Um, but for the people who this trickles down to, I'll tell you what, when these illegals come in and they're told to go places or where they end up, it's not in my neighborhood. Whose neighborhood is it at and who's it going to affect most? Where the, Where are they going? You, you know what I'm getting at, Ace? Makes yeah, sense. absolutely. It's going, it's going to the inner city minorities. There you go. Um, and and that, that's, that's the thing. And they're displacing them and, and using their resources and telling, um, you know, black people, Hispanic, whatever it is in the inner cities uh, to share their resources with them. And, and while veterans are on the street, they're bringing people over here and giving them money, housing, Food, everything, mm-hmm. and um, now even free healthcare. If you know about Gavin Newsom <laughs> yeah. uh, in California, uh, yep. you know these legals are getting free healthcare. And so, when you see actual citizens out here paying eight hundred, nine hundred dollars for a family of four to have, you know, healthcare, and people come across the border, which actually is illegal. That's why I say illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. They basically commit a crime to come over here because it's not legal immigration and they get more than the citizens that are actually paying into um, the society. Yep. And that's when you realize that the government is doing this stuff on purpose. And I can't even say it's just the left. It's the left and the right. I feel like that is also uh, the, I think the right, there's a part of the right that is also compromised when it comes to a lot of these situations as well. And that's where we have to really kind of open up our eyes to is like, okay, What's really going on? What's the plan? What's the agenda? Are these people going to is it just for them to vote Are these actual soldiers, you know, that are going to end up attacking Americans, Americans one day uh, or, you know, or is it just for them to just, you know, be a, a new voting block for the Democratic Party to keep them in power? I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I, don't, I definitely don't think that it's a good thing. I think it's all the above. Because we're we're facing a multi um, a multi fronted war on on the West, okay? They have to take over neighborhoods. They have to take over the schools. They have to you know involve chaos. They have to another thing added on what you're, what you're saying with um, Gavin Newsom and what they're attempting to do out in California. Well, it, it was somewhere else, either in a state or federally. Federally, I can't remember, but. The um, but it must be federally because um, from what I'm hearing is the ATF, I believe, outcast. It was either ATF or the the FBI. One of them was told to uh, correct me if I'm wrong to go ahead and be able to get guns without a background check. Where we, you know, we're we're both CPL holders. We carry guns every day, but we can't buy a pistol without getting a background check. Uh, have you guys either one of you uh, heard that story? I mean- I'm not sure if I heard that for illegals. You saying? Yeah, that they they're able to go yeah, in and man, buy that. You know, uh, yeah. I see. I'm not even sure about that. Um, but I did. I did hear, and like I said, I don't know if it's a conspiracy or not. Um, but 
I was watching something beforehand. Of course, you know, you see how things are on social media, whatnot. And it was basically saying that some of these immigrants were doing trainings as if they were breaking into houses and taking out families. Yeah. Yeah. So it was happening. You got to understand since Obama has been in office, 12 million people have crossed that border and over here right now. Mm -hmm. 12 million people. That's more people than that live in the city of Atlanta. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Atlanta is like the ninth largest city in the United States. Yep. So you're telling me 12 million people in the last three and a half years have crossed that border, which they can create a whole nother mega city, yeah. and, and, you know, on their own. So just, just think about that, it, it, you know, during four years. So we get another four years of of Joe Biden and there's nothing that changes that happens with this border. Then you're talking about uh, about 24 million uh, undocumented people over here. You know, so, <laughs> you know, uh, we're in for it, man. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, I agree. And Outcast, you can add to this too. Um, this, I like what you said earlier because there, there, there are some of these illegals coming in here. They're lying in wait. And I believe that they are, um, they're, they're waiting for another signal. Okay. Uh, talking about these Chinese nationals, talking about these, um, it's not just, you know, Mexicans, but they're using the whole, uh, you know, Latin America all the way up through Mexico because there's a pipeline. Okay. They have to get the, the UN has to get these people here. The UN and the left is working with them right now. And part of the people over on the right, uh, Republican side, I'm not talking about us, but I'm talking about these quote elected officials, right? That term, uh, right. Lo- used loosely elected, uh, a lot of them are, uh, you know, selected, but also there's a ton of these sleeper cells that are coming in here. Okay. That are they going to get activated? I think they will. They're waiting for signals, right? They're waiting for mm. some sort of signal. Um, yeah. Everybody's saying, look at that. Even Compton conservative, she's in, in the chat saying there's some Africans coming up as well. Yeah. People, there's violent, uh, militants coming from certain parts of Africa. They're sleeper cells like the Russians had over here in the fifties and sixties. Um, yeah, God said uh, evil days ahead. We have nothing. We haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree with that. Uh, if we get another four years of Joe Biden, uh, I will be greatly surprised. Hey, listen, nothing surprises me anymore, you guys. Um, Outcast, we've been saying a lot here. I know you got a lot of stuff on your mind. No, I. Mm. The one thing I just, you know. Definitely, it does seem like there's sleeper cells being established that are could be going to be awaiting some action. But at the very least, at the very least, do not be surprised if we see something like um, a big push that um, illegals are people too, and they should be allowed to vote. So that I mean, I think this is all even designed to uh, completely do trip. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking they're gonna they're just gonna completely yeah. mess up our voting <laughs> this year again, using illegals to flood ballot boxes and confuse the heck out of things because we already know that they don't really check the legality of the votes; they just count the votes. So it doesn't matter if they are xeroxed; they'll just count them. It's not like there's anything in place. I mean, so it appears to me, anyways. I mean, I'm not an expert; I wasn't there, but I've kind of heard that they don't really look at the origin of the vote; they just count the votes. That's all they're doing. Mm-hmm. So if you got mm-hmm. like these illegals are coming over and they say, here's, here's your debit card for $5,000. And by the way, while you're here, we're going to let you vote and you're, you better vote for Democrat. And like, okay. I mean, we'll do it. Right. So, I mean, it, it could be something as nefarious as a sleep cell that's looking to attack. Definitely a possibility. But at the very least, this is meant to disrupt and destroy our election process because they know that the people are turning away from them. I mean, all over the world, people don't know what, what, the globalists want, um, you know, anyways, just 
my thought. There. It makes sense. Okay. So, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, you can take this after this ace, but um, Manny Espejo sent me this earlier and it's a graphic. I'm looking at it right now. I got my woodshop glasses on so I can see. Um, it says Pennsylvania sent out 1.8 million ballots, mail-in ballots. Okay. They just got back 2.5 million ballots. It says this is a blatant evidence of large-scale cheating. Now, whether that's true or not, uh, you know, it, going off the, the the history that we've seen in 2020 and, and some of these other uh, elections, local, um, you know, uh, local elections, to me it makes sense. But we have seen a lot of these discrepancies. Where are all these ballots coming from and whose name is on them and why aren't they filled out all the way? Why aren't they folded? It's, it's, it's a lot of crazy stuff. So um, we have a lot to look out, look forward to in, in, in 2024, man, I'm telling you, I think they're going to really crank up the heat. They're going to hit that high, that high burner and really put us, put us through it. Uh, Ace, anything you, you heard there, go ahead and talk about yeah, it. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think that um, it's going to be a crazy year because you think about all the extremes that they have done to try to knock out the political opponent, um, everything they're trying to do to Trump, um, everything that they did with Trump was in office. Uh, even when it came to uh, the 2020 voting, uh, all the things that happened within that, you know, I mean, come on, like we didn't get results until like a whole week later. I mean, the, the crazy thing about yeah. it is that they're going to use every every aspect of any arsenal they can use to come against this because and not to go off on a, a conspiracy tangent, but in the same token, uh, you know, a lot of these things are looking like it's true. If you look at the World Economic Forum, you look at the 2030 uh, agenda and everything that they're trying to do when it comes to that, then uh, the only way to continue the agenda is to make sure Trump doesn't get an office. The only way to continue the agenda is to make sure that they um, they're not they're, they don't play fair until the agenda and everything happens. So they won't play fair. They will make sure that they will win one way or the other. And that's why, you know, at this point, you know, I'm just praying about everything because um, if they're willing to go to the extremes that they're willing to go in, Somebody's going to end up losing their lives in the process uh, when it comes to all this political things that is happening, because <laughs> uh, the extremes, the extremes that are happening right now are astronomical. They even said that, um, you know, a possible civil war could be happening. I think that they said the last time there was um, somebody trying to lock up a political opponent was during Abraham Lincoln. And of course, you know, around that time, that was around you know, we had a civil war. So uh, the country is divided and it only takes one, you know, the way the country is divided right now it only takes really one, one small match to strike to, to make things a lot worse. If anything happens to Donald Trump, if he gets locked up, I mean, that's one thing right there that can turn the country upside down when it comes to certain things. Um, if they get Gavin Newsom in there in office or whatever the case is, that's going to turn everything upside down. Yep. So unless Trump is elected, and even if he does get elected, they're going to be after him so hard that the chaos is still going to continue even when he's in office. So I think that we all just have to be stay prayed up and, and no matter who becomes in office, because even if Trump is in office um, or whatever president you want, half of the country is going to be upset and there's going to be chaos about it. And I just that's what I just feel personally. Yeah, for sure. Outcast, he's, he's spec, you know telling a lot of truth right there. Yeah. Yeah, I really like what uh, Ace has to say. Um, <clears throat> wow. So, Ace, um, do you have a, a read on people in your community? Do, what, do you sense, 
I don't know, a, a shift towards your type of thinking or is there still people just entrenched in their traditional ways of voting? Do you have a, I mean, I know it's not scientific, but um, do you get a vibe? People around my age are opening up their eyes. I think it's really hard to, to get anybody that is like a baby boomer around that age. Uh, you know, people that are probably in their sixties and above. Um, but you know, people around my age, they understand, you know, they understand what's going on. Uh, I think the older, older people, they understand as well, but, uh, of course they don't, you know, they, they don't think that, you know, voting a different way is going to make it any better. They think it's, they still think it's going to be at worst. You know, we talk about inflation, we talk about immigrants, we talk about all these different things, but they think that, you know, voting a different way would only make it worse. So, um, but I have, you know, there's people that I talk to um, all the time, friends of mine that agree with a lot of things. They don't, they might even t- not even tell me what who they're voting for, whatever the case is, but they don't like Biden. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of us that are either saying, well, I'm not voting uh, because they don't trust any politician or trust the government or, you know, or they're going for Trump. So I think that a lot of people right now um, in, in my community are looking that way when it comes to Trump. But when you talk about the baby boomers and the women, uh, the only reason why I say the women is because I think the women are a little bit more easily persuaded through fear tactics that the media puts out there. And um, but, you know, I don't think nobody really likes Biden. (laughs) That's the biggest thing. Nobody is like, yay, Biden. Yeah, he's a great president. Like nobody is saying that. I think the biggest thing is that, you know, people just either still hate Trump. They don't like Biden and they're either going to sit this one out. So it's going to be a very interesting election year because you you never know how it's going to go. I think right now we can't even just pay attention to the polls because when it comes down to it, a lot of people won't vote. We also got a lot of new voters and uh, there's definitely going to be a lot more black people that do vote, but I'm not sure about how much of a dent that is going to really cause, um, you know, when it comes because there's so many new voters that's going to be coming in that are brainwashed as well. So we just have to you know, wait it out and see. But that's kind of what I've been I've been seeing. Definitely a lot of people around my age. I'm 39 years old. Yeah. So a lot of people around my age that are a little bit younger. They're like, yeah, I, I would vote for Trump or I would, uh, you know, they definitely don't like Biden. So that's where we kind of at right now. You know, there's a lot of. I- yeah, there's a lot of good stuff going on in the Twitch chat right now. I'm putting up on the screen, as you guys can see. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of good discussion there. Now, as far as you, you, you talked about, and it seems to be true, too, you're saying some of the older folk don't get it. Luckily, in my life, my mom gets it. She She's like, boom, she gets it. And she's in that boomer age. So um, the, the boomers... Uh, that are actually getting it and seeing everything, how it's, you know, how everything is, is being played out and they, they understand what's going on. They have a hard time getting their boomer friends who don't believe in it. They're getting, they're having a hard time waking them up. My mom has some friends that she works out with and, you know, talks to and stuff, but it's to bring this kind of stuff up that they, they can't handle it. <laughs> I, I don't know what right. it is. Um, but uh, you know, and outcast you same thing for you. I mean, I know we've talked about that before. Um, but look, you know, if, if things get hard enough, it, it's not just the boomers, but everybody who is not awake. I'm still just talking about normies. Normies come in, come in all shapes and sizes, and we deal with, deal with them all the time. So right. when things get hard, I mean, harder than, you know, we've been saying so many crazy things over the years on this show, um, but they're not crazy until you actually see 
see it makes sense. Okay. They're only crazy thoughts to somebody who doesn't think openly like this. Um, so it's happening. More and more people are waking up, but again, we're, we're going to be put to the test and it's going to be pe- people like us to actually calm the normies that are around us. Okay. While we're doing that, we have to calm them, calm them down and say, look, this is what's been happening. Um, we're going to have to, I guess, put them under our wing. Okay. Like a little brother, whatever it is, put them under our wing and say, this is what I've been trying to tell you. Here's the plan. This is what we're going to do. Okay. And it's going to come down to something like we parallel economies, right? When, when things break down, um, we got to take care of the people that we live next to, whether it's your neighbors, uh, behind you, in front of you, next to you, whatever, on your road, on your street, whatever it is, your neighborhood, you're going to have to make friends or at least some sort of uh, mutual acquaintance with people that you guys are going to have to become like-minded because things are going to get bad. When, the, when everything mm-hmm. breaks down, when everything goes dark, we have no communication. Now, you know, I'm stepping into the realm of more survival prep, but I think every neighborhood is going to have to deal with that. Uh, you know, outcast, we do, we talk about this stuff all the time. Um, I just had a conversation with my neighbor the other day about this. Okay, go one ahead. T- tell us about it. Well, no, you, so you, as you know, one of our guests on our show is neighbor, Bob. Yeah. <clears throat> he thinks, he thinks a lot, you know, like us. And then on the other side of me, I got a new young, younger guy that moved in and he's, he's a conservative gun owner. And, uh, we had a conversation and he's, We've we've all we're all talking about how we got walkie talkies to communicate. I told him everybody that I know of on our block that's conservative, um, a conservative gun owner. I mean, not that that we we want to be labeled as just conservative, but I mean, just kind of giving him an idea. Yeah. And uh, so leaders, you know, we it's just it's awareness. We got to know who who's who. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I want to say about the boomers too is, um, uh, you know, Ace, if my my mom were still alive, I say this all the time. She would be buying into all this COVID stuff and she'd buy into the, you know, she didn't like Trump, uh, all this stuff. And I have other friends too, that their, their parents are Christian conservatives traditionally, and they, they hated Trump and they just couldn't vote for him. And what I, all I could surmise is that it's the amount of exposure to mainstream media that that person is, gives themselves. So if you're retired and you're sitting at home watching more TV, those people like my mother-in-law, uh, those people have really struggled with getting out of these, these anti-Trump paradigms. Um, that's what we're up against um, mm-hmm. is if with the boomers. I don't think boomers are incapable of thinking. I think that they, it's just been, it's just been um, uh, repetitively drilled out of them. They can't even, they can't do it anymore. They just, they just go with the flow with what the TV says. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen. Uh, even with like, let's say uh, the vaccine. I had this conversation with at least two people I could think of off the top of my head. They were, they were baby boomers and they, they walk up to me right after the vaccine comes out. Like I got vaccinated. Did you? Mm. And I'm like, no, I'm like, why not? And I'm like, wait, wait, I said, Let, let's back up here a second. I said, aren't, aren't you like a baby boomer? I'm like, yeah. Aren't you like from the sixties, which was like, everybody said, don't trust the man. Yeah. The, when did we start trusting the man? I said that to both people, two separate conversations and they just stopped and looked at me and short circuited. I mean, both <laughs> of them were just like, oh, well, I never thought about it like that. I mean, these people <laughs> went from being sixties thinkers to being brainwashed, you know, vaccine Nazis overnight. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't, I, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. So the media, but the, 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 the good news is barely anybody watches the news these days. Cause it's, it's, it makes you anxious. Well, it's laughable. So yeah. That's failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why they're coming after us is cause there's a million small podcasts out there reaching, you know, many millions of people. Yeah. And it's probably, if, if you combine it, it might be just putting it, it might be dwarfing their ratings altogether. They know it. Absolutely. So that's why I, 
Yeah, that's why they're after us. Outcast. Ivan L says, Yeah, when when did we start trusting the man? I'm gonna steal that phrase, Outcast. Well, it Go happened, you know, use it. Yeah, use that. And um it like the bands, musical musical artists who used to talk okay, for example, Green Day. Just this weekend, those idiots, those knuckleheads, right? We we've all known it, but they were the hardcore punk. You probably know more about them than I do, Outcast. But they—they're they, not hardcore punk. They, they were no, pop punk. Yeah. They wanted still, to be—they—they they portrayed yeah, themselves they as hardcore punk, but they were weak. They're, these guys are weak, man. Okay, well, it's like Rage Against the Machine. They're not. There's nobody's raging against no machine. It's, they're they're they raging the alongside machine. the machine is what they're doing. Yeah, now. pretending yeah. to be anti-establishment, but all the while they're pushing the establishment's criteria. It's just. Uh, it's a, it's laughable. Yeah. They've done it. A bunch of soy boys. Thank you. Yes. Ivan L. So, uh, Ace, let's bring it back to you. Let's bring it back to you. So, um, all right. We have established that everybody's crazy except us, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think think the crazy thing about the Democrats that was smart about them when it, when it came to the voting situation is that they made you hate a certain opponent. They didn't tell, they didn't win over votes by saying, this is what we're going to do for you. This is what we're going to do to make America great. They they made it, they knew that it was a lot easier to convince people to hate opposed to. Uh, it looks like I'm frozen on there. Can you guys see me? Yeah, you're good. Uh, you're yeah, not frozen. Fine. You're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they they realized that it was a lot easier to make them hate somebody, especially somebody like Trump. You know, he's a, he's easy to hate if you don't really look read between the lines and really see what he's actually doing. Yeah. So they made it easy for them to, uh, for, uh, for their voters to hate somebody. It just is, is made it easy for them to vote against them instead of making people vote for them. So, um, I think that that's the strategy they're going to use this time. Instead of the Democrats saying, this is what we're going to do for you. They're going to make people try to hate the other opponent more than Biden. You know, so uh, and and that and they're going to be like what you know, a lot of people going to look at it like, well, hey, I guess I'll just stick with Biden then because things could possibly get worse if we go with Trump or whoever else. So and so they put people in fear and they make people vote off of these fear tactics. And that's what's been really going on. Um, So a lot of people are just voting against something. They're not voting for something. They're voting against something. And that's what. Uh, the Democrat strategy, I feel like, pretty much has been, yeah, because they haven't really won any votes based off of something that they said they wanted to do that would benefit every American. You know, um, over here on on Pilled Foxhole, Trusty Turnip says uh, they they trust the media. Uh, had a conversation with my father; he cannot believe the media would lie. That that kind of yeah. BS, that kind of BS right there. Yeah, um, they would, and that's their job. Their job, the media now. Okay, let's let's do this again. Back in 2012, 2013, the NDAA Act, right? Under Obama. Right? Do you guys remember the um the Smith-Munt Act? Well, that was something that that happened back in the World War II and it ended and uh he revived it, right? The NDAA Act. It was the Smith-Munt Modernization Act. Thank you, Ivanel. And what that did, now now here's what's something that's really crazy. You had in the executive branch, you had Obama. He signed off on it. But guess what? The Senate, the Senate and the House were both run by Republicans. They signed off on it, too. Okay, so that legalized propaganda against the American people. We're back in 1948 uh, or 45, whenever, you know, during all of that, uh, that was uh, meant to send propaganda out to the people who we were supposedly fighting against in World War II. Uh, which is a whole other story. 
He brought it back in 2012, 2013, signed it along with the Republicans in the House, Republicans that ran the Senate, and they turned uh, propaganda to the American people legal. So if you guys remember, mm. go back in time in your head, uh, they blatant lies were able to come out after that. 2010, 11, yeah, 12, they, they were doing really it. New. Yeah. What's that? No, I said it seems fairly new since the, the media has started spewing out all this propaganda. Yeah. It seems fairly new. I, I don't remember it being like that when I was younger. It started with the NDAA, NDAA Act. The, um, what is the mm-hmm. Nash, uh, the, it, it, you know, these big bills, what, which, which we've got to get rid of. You know, Chris Ann Hall always talks about that. One of our guests on the show, Outcast and, and Ace. Um, these big bills, they, they will not work if you split them up constitutionally, they're supposed to be all split up one bill at a time, right? Takes time, makes these, uh, you know, politicians crazy because they got to sit there in office and go through all the paperwork and all that. So instead, yeah, the national defense authorization act. Thank you. Ivan L NDAA 2013. Go check that out. Smith month modernization act where they brought it back, made it legal to lie to the American public. Now, as far as these giant bills goes, the omnibus, these, these, these national defense act bills, um, what they're doing is they're just wrapping all things up because if they can't get a bill on its own to pass, well, they're like, look, let's bury it in one of these big giant bills. Let's call it something that the American people will like, you know, the sunshine and rainbows, sunshine is 72 all day. Act. Patriot Act. Patriot Act. Wow. Should be the Trader Act. Um, all these things. It's, it's endless. It goes on and on and on for decades. Fairness that, Doctrine. There you go. Fairness Doctrine. Great Society Act. Great Society Act. It should have been called Kill the Black Family Act. Same thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they always label it something. They, they name you know, it some, something that they think that people will love. Same, Just as same the devil inverts, inverts truth. Here you go. Tequila Sunrise. Sounds great, right? Drink about eight of those. How are you going to feel in the morning? You're destroyed. <laughs> it's <laughs> the same thing. It's the same thing. You're going to be destroyed after all these acts come in. So what I'm saying is they like to put all these little tiny, you know, let's take your guns here. Let's take your free speech here. Let's do this here. Let's do this here. Let's fund all this money out to some 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 other country for no reason. Let's research lizards, um, underwater basket weaving lizards in some other country for what? It's so they can take that money, wash it, bring it back to them. Okay. Now, these big bills have to go. If they do not go, we're going to keep hit, getting hit because all they do is take those little ones and bury them with, within them, and they love to use the, the funding of the military. That's the biggest thing. Mm. In, the, in the spineless, weak, cut conservatives in the, in the Republican Party fall for it every time because, of course, we love the military, right? Well, as soon as the Democrat says, hey, these Republicans don't want to fund the military. They just lose their spine and they, and they cower. Instead of having some balls and actually being men and women, they fall for it. Drives me insane. They have to split these big bills up mm-hmm. and, and stand on your principles. But again, these, a lot of these people, we got a, too many rhinos in there. There's, there's a handful of them that are good, that um, need our, our support. And we have to be vocal about it. So what I'm saying is, uh, you know, this, this uniparty crap has got to stop. Um, if it doesn't stop, we just at least have to wake people up to the uniparty that is there. Okay. You can only trust a handful of people. And, and there's only a few, a few people that I will want in my foxhole with me when times get rough from the Republican mm-hmm. party. Other than that, it's like, we got to get rid of them and elect people like us. 
you two and me and a lot of our listeners, we, we need regular people in there, not bought off by these big mega corporations. I've been saying too much. Who, who wants to take it now? Outcast, you, you got something to say? Uh, let's give it to Ace if he's got anything to say. Come on, Ace. You, yeah. Are, are we opening anything up for you that you've never thought about? I hope we are. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you just land uh, what you just said, something about uh, they're putting uh, a lot of things in these larger bills is crazy. So it just lets you know that everything right now is kind of a smoke screen. There you go. And um, a lot of people that are not really informed are really not don't know what they're voting for. They're voting. They're, they're a lot of people nowadays. I think they're voting for like we talked about before. They're voting for a team or they're voting for the headlines, whatever headlines that they see on social media now, because a lot of people get their information from social media outside of the news. Whatever the headline is, is what people are going with. A lot of people are not really reading, digging into what's really going on. And uh, the Democrat Party is, is, is really good at um, persuading people, pulling on people's heartstrings, making people feel sorry for a certain type of group to be able to push their agenda on people. And um, I think that it's a sad thing that's happened. I'm glad that we are woken up about it. But, you know, a lot of people will be swindled mm-hmm. a thousand times. No matter we had another 50 elections, is there going to be a good amount of people that will be swindled every time because their mind is not there? A lot of people are not really paying attention. Uh-huh. And, you know, I didn't really get into politics like that until I actually had children, owned a home, you know, really had to focus on my money and my taxes and my business. When it came to all these different things and I had to start really paying attention to what's going on with the economy, what's going on with this, why am I paying so much in interest? And so a lot of people that are not at that level yet, they're in the early 20s, they're voting the same way everybody else votes. For them, it's like, oh, it's voting day. Let me just go vote because this is what my friends told me. This is what my parents told me. This is, you know, this is what I, you know, I agree on this. And then we have all these um, single issue voters. You know, it could be something as simple as abortion. And I'm looking at people like, hey, you voting just on abortion. I'm voting on not letting this country go to war or this country fall in general. Yep. And so I'm looking at the way much bigger issues opposed to you uh, making a sexual mistake and, and want to go kill, you know, um, your your child. So uh, you got to think about a lot of people are not focused on the bigger issues. They're fi- they're focused on smaller issues. Um, and there those issues that I see when I'm posting on social media, even when it comes to the um, African-American community. Uh, a lot of them are just saying, well, this side is racist. That That's their only qualm. So it basically, if they if you say that that side is racist, then you haven't even looked at the policies on this side. <clears throat> you haven't paid attention to um, the benefits that the other party can do because you've already written them off because you're saying that they're racist. And I think that that's the issue. That's why I'm trying to wake people up, because, hey, you know, you need to be able to look at both sides and say, what's better for your pockets? What's better for this nation? What's better for your current situation? You know, and um, and if people start looking at the picture like that, opposed to just being a single voter issue or something like that, then a lot of people's minds will wake up. And that's what I've been actually trying to do on my page. And out here speaking to you guys right now, I was trying to open people's minds up to understand what's really going on. <clears throat> yeah. And that's not- even though if your team sucks, you still vote for them, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely I can appreciate that. A couple of things here off of Rumble. Um, 
Patriot Grammy 1776 says, hi, everyone. 2024 is going to be a roller coaster ride. It's about to commence. Hang on. And Steve Camber says, hey, we the people party is the only solution. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. I agree with that, too. Um, let me see. Hamhock says the race baiters bore me. Yep. Yeah. We're getting sick of that whole race thing. That that's that thing's dumb. Is That's played out. I don't know who's, you know, a lot of people still <laughs> worry about that stuff. I, it's crazy. Uh, Compton conservative. She says there's sister Rita, you guys. Um, both sides have racist issues. I voted for Trump because he was actually out dealing with the community before he was a politician. I vote Trump. And that's the only reason why I am voting Republican. See right there. She can think on her own. She doesn't need somebody to tell her what to say or what to think. Um, right. and that's, 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 you know, it's simple. You guys, that's all it is. Um, I can't tell you how many people when election season comes around every couple of years, whether it's local or, or the big one, how many people say, Hey, who am I voting for now? I make out lists because I research all these people, right? I go to the websites, I read what they're all about, and I can tell within two seconds, it's like, whoa, we don't want this one uh, for sure. We don't want this one, that one, whatever. Um, so I make these lists out every 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 election cycle. I make them out, and I just text them to my friends. Here, if you guys don't want to look on your own, just trust me. Um, I'm just Because I'm coming from the liberty. Leave me alone. Let me live my life. Uh, don't tax me. Don't, don't look at me. Don't watch me. None of that stuff. Just I'm living my life for myself and my family. All right. Um, that's the perspective I come from the, the Liberty, the, the original foundation. That's right. where I'm coming from. So, um, plain truth over here on pilled foxhole says waiting for the world to catch up sucks. Uh, let me, Oh, and it's been lost civilization pyramids, uh, false flags, anarchy, heart, fluoride, vaccines, mind control, propaganda, religion, Control opposite. There's something that he's got over here. It's really cool. So thank you, plain truth. I I know what you're saying. The Bilderbergs, symbolism, alternative history. So outcast. This plain truth is speaking our uh, our language. But uh, Ace. Well, it, it, yeah. Go it, ahead. And it's it, it's he, overwhelming. He's going all all the way in. Yeah. Sorry, Ace. You go ahead. I, I was I cut you off, Ace. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was just responding to him. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was just thinking also with all those things that, that that person was just mentioning, it's I think that in some cases they're overwhelming us too. It's it's either we're waking yeah. up at an exponential rate, yeah. but at the same time, it's 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 a lot. Um you don't know what to believe after a while. And that's I think that's part of the, the psyop as well. But so so Ace, it was so have you had any uh, remarkable experiences uh waking people up like you didn't expect or any any random conversations or anything that, that was that blew your mind where you got to just watch somebody's you know light bulb go off over their head absolutely um a lot of when i started doing the podcast uh you know i started getting a lot of dms and 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 you know uh i started running to a lot of young brothers that would you know say hey man thank you for speaking up man i've been feeling like this for a long time uh i've been shunned out by my family and all of these different things and like man you're saying the same things that i've been thinking or or whatever the case is, but you know, a lot of people are just they, you know, it's so funny that we feel like we have to be silent. Like, what type of freedom is that uh, when you feel like you have to be silent on who you're voting for or your own thought process or your own ideology or what you're doing? Because, uh, you know, because it's supposed to be taboo um, to vote a certain type of way. And I think that's a, just a weird um, thing for me. So when I see uh, young brothers hitting me up and say, man, thank you, man, keep doing what you're doing, uh, you know, I love what you're saying. Uh, even talking to some people before, they was like, hey, man, you know, 
I like what you're saying, man. It's crazy because, you know, what you're saying, a lot of people would probably call you a sellout or this, this and that. But what you're saying is real. And um, so it, it really, you know, makes me feel good that I'm actually, you know, helping people to fully understand because a lot of people are not, you know, fully into politics or whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, they see the headlines on social media. They see certain things. But some people, um, you know, when when you're looking at liberal media, all, all you hear hearing is the bad stuff that the Republicans are doing or the bad stuff that the right is doing or something like that. And then so you never get to see both sides. So for me to be able to express um, both sides of the spectrum and open up people's eyes so they can really make a, the best decision for themselves. Um, you know, that really that really helps me out. It really blows my mind, you know, as well. And like I said, a lot of my friends that, um, you know, they'll come to me and talk to me about the stuff that's going on. Did you hear about this? You hear about that? You know, they'll, they'll come to me and talk to me about these things because um, they're fed up with everything that's been going on in the last three years, too. You know, I can't say they're a Trump supporter or anything like that, but I know that they're definitely fed up with um, uh, all the things that's been going on in the last three years. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, you know, that, you know, I'm happy to, I'm definitely happy to see, happy to see that when, when people's minds have really been opened up and uh, for me to be able to help them out, because I'll be honest with you, outside of talking to certain people, um, watching people like Brandon Tatum or Candace Owens or whatever the case is. Uh, I'm looking at them like a lot, a lot of things they say make sense. A lot of people shun them out because they might say one thing they disagree with and they dismiss them. And I can't say I agree, I agree with everything that, um, that they say, but a lot of things they were saying did make a lot of sense. And I'm like, huh, let me, let me check more into this. And so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, the same way I got red pilled, I'm helping to red pill other people. And, and, and when I say red pill is not just about, like you said, uh, being a Democrat or any, I mean, being a Republican, but it's more so about um, being a free thinker and not, and not just uh, following the crowd because of the people around you that look like you. Amen to that. Big time. Yeah. Okay, Cass, go ahead. Awesome. So, so Ace, any, um, what are your, I mean, I know you're doing the podcast right now. Where do you see yourself in the future? Do you see yourself getting involved in politics directly? Uh, do you, I mean, do you have any goals like that? What's your, what's your, what are you thinking? Because uh, people apparently want to hear what you have to say. Uh, you've breaking out, broken out of the matrix and you're thinking for yourself and you're a godly man. Uh, there's the, the whole world's ahead of you, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Anything that you're leaning towards or you feel God's leading you towards? Well, before you answer that, Ace, I want to put this up on the screen. Ivan L says Ace needs to run for public office. <laughs> so mm. I agree. Nah. All right, Ace. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. What's your answer? Uh, I mean, I know it's a dirty game, so that might be something I look towards in, to in the future. Um Right now, uh, I just want to get my feet wet and make sure I get my voice out there. Um, my main thing is just, you know, getting my voice out there, uh, public speaking. I love that. And um, if it if it gradually gets to that point where I can start running for office, that will be great. You know, I, I would love that. That would be a, definitely a, um, a change for me. So uh, I'm open for all opportunity. But, you know, for me, I love public speaking. I love getting in front of people. I love helping people. And um if I am a polit if I ever become a politician, I want to be that politician that people can trust. I don't want to be that politician that's out here lying to everybody and uh, putting these uh, smoke screens over everybody just so I can get a paycheck, you know. And that's how a lot of politicians are nowadays. So I want to make sure that um, once I jump into something that is going to be authentic and that I'm going to be able to um, reach the people and make a change in this country. Excellent. Excellent. Outcast, remember in the beginning of the show, we had talked about, well, maybe it was pre-show, 
Uh, now we're switching gears big time, you guys. I want to go to something else. Uh, you talked about Tucker Carlson and something you sent me on Instagram. Remember that? Mm. Yeah. Well, you want to outline that a little bit because I want to present that to Ace and the people here. Um, uh, yeah. What that was, and we we, we can play it. And uh, I really like yeah. what's going on, on Twitch. People are having a great time without us. It's like the hot tub, and they're they're throwing soap all over the place and having you know peaches and everything. So great job out there, you guys having fun. So listen to what we got here right right now. Go ahead. Okay. So so uh, it'll be great to get Ace's take on this because right before we went on, we were talking. And it sounds like Ace has gone down the exact same rabbit holes we have with you know uh, the, the demonics and the nephilim and all that kind of stuff. So this ties into that. A um, couple about a week ago or so, this there's two different Tucker Carlson interviews that keep surfacing, and I think you're going to play it in a second. And he alludes to the UFO thing, but how he doesn't tell you straightforward, but he says this is got spiritual component to it and it's it's scarier than anybody even knows mm-hmm. and uh, right after that i had three good friends of mine contact me and say what do you think he's talking about <laughs> so i actually um well after you play it we can all pontificate on it and i have some scripture <clears throat> to back up some of my thoughts on it too and i yeah. think we're all going to be on the same page yeah i do too and i think this you know we for the regular audience you guys are already going to know what we're talking about because we've talked about this a bunch but um let's let's hear tucker and and what he's got to say about it so um i just pulled this up on instagram this is my inbox from you outcast right here so i'm going to go ahead and hit play and hopefully the volume doesn't blow you guys' face off so here we go out of evidence that they're not aliens they've always been here um, and I, and I do think it's spiritual. That's, that's my view. So, and, and again, it's not provable, but based on, uh, on the evidence. I'm with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if the U S government has in fact had contact, direct contact with these beings, whatever they are, I've already told you what I think they are and has entered into some sort of agreement with them, which is, which is the claim of, of informed people. Um, I would say whether they're right or wrong, I can't say conclusively. But, but, yeah. but, wait, wait, but wait. if that is true, I mean, it's a very, very, very heavy thing. Yeah. Are you, well, a lot of people say well, interdimensional on. beings. Right. I, I want to ask, are, you, are angels and demons or how would you well, describe these, these beings? You know, I, these are, again, I'm getting into the realm of conjecture. So I just want to say that flat out. Entity. But one thing I know for a dead certain fact, having seen it, is that um, there is good and evil that we are being acted upon at all times. And I think every person can feel that in himself. I mean, there are moments when you are moved to do things that are much better than you actually are, and that are also more evil and destructive than you actually are. You are subject to forces from outside yourself. That is absolutely true. Now, we can argue about what they are, but every person in the room, if he's reflective, will tell you, yes, I know what you're talking about. And so there are forces that are not human, that do exist in a spiritual realm of some kind, that we cannot see, and that when you think about it, sort of make you think we live in an ant farm. Yeah. <laughs> being right. Well, that's it right there, you guys. And um, so, what in, in your in your thoughts here, Outcast? What what's he getting at that he's scared to say? Because uh, I would say it if I was Outca- or if I was um, Tucker Carlson out there, I'd just say it. <laughs> Well, maybe the forces that he's talking about are so great that he's afraid for his life if he says it. I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I love, I should say I love, I love how being able to notice how w- the closer I get to God, I can see the inversion of truth constantly. Mm-hmm. And we can't expect anything less from our government. And I think it's really funny that they're, they, they are leading us to believe that um, intelligent beings from very far away in other galaxies are coming here 
to uh, visit us uh, for some reason. And they may be the architects of our own DNA because they mix their DNA with human DNA and antiquity and, uh, you know, with, 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 I'm sorry, uh, with monkey DNA. And then they created us and all these ideas and, and everything, if we haven't learned anything, I mean, the show touched on earlier, anything that they're pushing, we've learned not to believe it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting at is I don't think the Tucker was talking about something that's far away from a galaxy, far, far away, but something from very close by, either within the ground or within the water and or in a dimension that is in very close reach to us. Now, frequently I talk about in the show how, you know, we're, the, we're these spiritual beings having a human sp- experience. We're walking on this um, this plane of existence that is physical 3D. You know, you can touch it. Yep. You know, it's, it's got, it's, and, but, but for some reason there are, spiritual good energy uh, you know like uh angelics that are fighting for us and there's demonic entities fighting against us but the the but the takeaway here is that we are somehow important to them okay whether we're walking batteries or our blood is it has value to them apparently, apparently it does because the blood is throughout the whole bible there's there's very big importance to our blood but the the, the dark side seems to want to to destroy us and the good side wants to save us we must be pretty important. And, um, you know, you think about it like uh, if you want to look at it from a matrix standpoint, um, the, you know, you look at like at, people think of AI like this, like high tech uh, combination of te- technology and human melded together. OK, but who's to say that what we're made of on this existence isn't some super high tech matter that is designed by a divine creator? to be here right now. Follow me. It's, yeah. it's semantics, but they're yep. trying to sell us on this idea that this, this high tech um, Terminator event is coming. But in reality, I mean, God is coded into our DNA. We're already, we're, we're already it. We are the fantastic machines and, yeah. and, and, and there's a creator, right? So, so anyways, um, it, the Bible also talks about a great deception in the end times. We also know that in revelations that, that the goal of the, the enemy who controls the powers and the principalities in high places. These people want a one world government, which once again, let's go back to the old Testament is exactly the same thing that Nimrod and the Babylonians wanted to accomplish that God destroyed with the tower of Babel. These people want to bring it back. You see, I mean, everything, nothing, there's nothing new in the sun. What's old is, is current, right? It's all on repeat. Solomon said, what, what has been will be yet again. My greater point is, is that I think Tucker Carlson knows that these, these alien entities are demonic in nature. They are not intelligent, benevolent entities that are seeking to help us. Um, they want us for some reason. They're after us. They're after control of us. Souls. Uh, our blood. Our blood is valuable. Yeah. I mean, I could go on, but uh, the scripture that I found that I thought was um, uh, maybe worth repeating. I, sh- I shouldn't say maybe. I know it's scripture, so it's always worth repeating. Um, real quick here. Um, so. Uh, obvious one, Ephesians six twelve. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's an obvious one. Okay. Then you go to Second Thess- Thessalonians two eleven. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion, so they may believe what is false. So that's going to be an end time prophecy. There, humans are going to fall for whatever they sell us. They're selling us that we are a petri dish experiment from. Entities from far, far away, but in reality, these things are very close by, probably in another dimension that can see us at all times and feeds off of us on some level. Um, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm not an expert. Uh, second, uh, first Timothy four, one. Now the spirit expressly says that in later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. 
Okay. Uh, if that doesn't remind you of what they're pushing here, Matthew 24, 24, for false Christs and false prophets will rise and perform great signs and wonders so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. And lastly, uh, in Second uh, Thessalonians 2, 9 through 12, the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie and all the all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will, will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. Now, if I may ponder on that for a second longer, if you guys don't mind. Yes. Go ahead. So um, I think here, where was I going with that? So imagine this. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth, it says in the Bible. Or another way of saying the same thing is um, heaven is coming here. Now, if you're, if you're Jesus, you're the creator, and you are going to create a new heaven and a new earth, are you going to just let anybody enter into it? No. So what we're, we're living right now, those of us who choose to acknowledge Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and, and, and admit that we're sinners in need of a Savior, and uh, those who who seek to better themselves through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, who purifies and sanctifies us slowly. He is training us like an elite force to be ready for the perfection that's being made. If you can't get it through your skull and you're going to be tricked by all this trickery that's going on in the world right now, sorry, you just forfeited your ticket. You don't get to enter the new, the new kingdom. Okay. Mm. So this is a big test. You can either sit in the inner tube with your beer and your doobie and float down river and go, hey, it's just a lazy river, man. We're just having a good time and float to that wide gate. Or you can jump out of the inner tube, ditch the beer and ditch the, the pot and start swimming upstream and getting your muscles strong so you can be of the elect. You can be those who are chosen to enter into the next phase. He's not going to just let anybody come in. You've, you're going to have to harden your, or, or let's say, refine yourself and, 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 and get right with God in every capacity. This whole thing is a freaking test. If what I'm saying is true and we're surrounded by these entities watching us in this 3D dimension, walking around, one team is pulling for you one way and the other team's pulling you for the other way. There's going to be two realities. There's going to be the old earth, which is that we see where it's going. It's like watching idiocracy and there's going to be a new earth. that's perfect. And uh, everyone is not going to be able to enter in. I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but uh, man, I just, I'm understanding this deeper and deeper every day as I watch this, all this crap unfold before our eyes. Am I making any sense? And does this resonate with either of you guys? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely resonating. I mean, for me, I'm going to put on my tenfold hat for this one um, because, (laughs) you know, I've been, I've been looking at this situation for, for a long time. So is, you know, I definitely agree with you when you say that, you know, these, these entities are very demonic. Uh, Have you ever seen the, uh, what is it called? The fourth kind or the, I forgot. It, it was a movie on that. And basically these people. Close encounters. Were of the close third, encounters of the fourth kind. Third kind. Or the third kind. Yep. Yeah, it's um, good. Yeah, it's so. a good flick. It's a good one. Yeah. Right. As you can see, when these people were somewhat getting abducted or whatever the case is, they were having these demonic type of, and it's, some of these things was based off of true events. They was having these demonic type of, um, Things that would happen to them when I was floating, they start screaming. Uh, it was like they was almost being possessed. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one guy ended up, you know, shooting his shooting his family. Uh, it, it was a crazy movie. But what I want to say to that is, 
Um, I've looked up a lot of different things. So I'm not, I'm going to bring you guys down a rabbit hole with me for a second. Um, oh, I love I, it. I've watched some things that, that basically said that they're, they're us from the future. <laughs> uh, these entities are us from the future coming back or whatever the case is. Uh, of course, we all know that um, they could be something demonic from a different dimension uh, coming down here, taking our blood samples, whatever uh, the case is. Um, even if I, you know, I've also listened to Bob Lazar and what he said about uh, the Roswell situation and how he found these uh, super high tech um, machines, which are these uh, UFOs or, what, or whatnot that were, you know, able to move off of consciousness. So it's not like a button you pull, a pull push or anything like that. It was able to move off consciousness. And I do believe that there's things that are coming in and out of our um, in and out of our world through uh, either through a portal or um, through through different dimensions. And I believe that that dimension is is living right above ours where they can um, with these vehicles, they can come in in a physical form. Uh, uh, to our world and be able to manipulate certain things as well. Uh, they've been here for a long time, of course. Uh, they've been here since the biblical days. They've been here since uh, um, even since uh, the early times. I forgot what artists. Do you remember, guys? Remember what artists uh, painted them years ago, back in the 1500s? I can't remember the artist, but uh, he painted some um, back in the 1500s. So they've been here for a very long time. The biggest problem is, is what real influence do they have? on our world and our society, because uh, I believe that they, they definitely exist. Uh, I told somebody before and they look at me crazy, but I don't care. You know, I've seen a UFO before in my, my life in real time when I was younger. So I know these things are real. I know they exist. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely something real out here. And uh, the reason why they could be possibly telling us right now all these different things when they try to hide it for years because, you know, have you guys heard of the Project Blue Beam yep. and things of that nature where they're yep. going to try to fake an alien invasion mm -hmm. or a fake a, um, a, a coming back of Christ. So, you know, God, you know, man have always been trying to play God and trying to manipulate the masses or something like that. And uh, so for me, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm not saying I'm ready for it, but if it happens, I'm alert for it and I'm trying to get as much information out there that I know can't say what's true, but I'm looking at everything objectively. But I also understand that um, things can be true. And so um, I'm, I'm aware and I want to make sure everybody else is aware as well. Well, Outcast, uh, I, I'm going to let you talk here just a second. But I, all I got to say is, Ace, we know what you're talking about. That's, that's not nothing. It's nothing new to us. There's two, actually four episodes that we've done here, two with Dr. Laura Singer and two with Mark A. Carpenter. I'm going to text those to you, okay? Because exactly okay. what you're saying, these two have said this the whole time. Um, and there's, there's, there's so many comparisons. If you go into the Bible, Bible Genesis 6, it lays it out right there. Okay, so mm -hmm. I, I want to send those, I want to send those episodes to you. Again, if you guys want to scroll back, we have two with Dr. Laura Sanger and two with uh, Mark Carpenter. Scroll back. And, and listen to those four episodes, you guys, and you'll know what, what Ace is talking about. So, Outcast, go ahead. Fill in some more. Well, I just, for the sake of uh, Sister Verita, because I love her so much, I don't want her to be put off by what we're saying, because I'm watching some of her comments here. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but, it's, uh, I'm watching too. It's good. I, I want to reel her back. I want to reel her back into the conversation. So, uh, But I just want to say this. Um, what the, Everything that they do is the opposite of the truth. We know that. So they're telling us that these are, uh, when they say they're extraterrestrials, it makes it sound like um, they're these benign or benevolent 
outsiders that are entering into our world and, and having some input or whatever. But what, and if, if we buy into that, or if we buy into the ancient aliens uh, uh, concept without looking at the Nephilim and the demonics, what we end up with is a secular worldview, and we end up being a petri dish of just the randomness. And we know that that is not true. We are not monkeys made out of a whoopsie daisy happenstance big bang. Okay. We are children of God. We are made in his likeness. That is something that cannot be under, understated. We, it is, we look like the creator, okay? There is power in that. That's why, they're, that's why the bad side is after us, because they despise us for it, and the good side is after, after us because they, they see us as brethren, okay? I'm just thinking out loud here. But my greater point is there is a battle between light and dark, and you are not random. Their alien narrative that they're selling us in the me- mainstream is trying to implicate that this is a random Petri dish experiment and everything, you're not special. I'm saying the opposite. This is a this is a godly concept, and um, uh, you know th- there is evil, and the the weak minded, the ones who are not, as it says in Revelations 13, I believe those or 17, those who are not written in God's book of life will be deceived by by the Antichrist. Okay, well, what does that mean? It means that the people who are not grounded in their faith and have no spiritual discernment are going to buy into Pro- Project Bluebeam hook, line, and sinker because they've got no discernment. Okay. This is not just a benign, Oh, these guys are from outer space and they're coming to interact with us. No, 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 no. They have everything. They're invested in just because they're probably the servants of Satan. They're invested in destroying everything God has created. That's my take anyways. That's what I want to throw in. No, that that's good. That makes total sense. And I think ACE picks up on that. And I want to add to that is like, remember this, you guys, um, NASA that came from the Nazis that we took from, Germany, right? Those guys were into all these things. They were into witchcraft. They were into a lot of different things, uh, some of these guys. Um, in 1958, when they created NASA, and I also want you to remember that, um, oh, what's his name? Carol Rosen was his sidekick, um, secretary, uh, you know, right-hand person um, way back in the day. And that was, uh, Outcast, do you remember? He was talking about how, the, the the final straw will be the alien invasion. That was um. How, how can I not remember this? I say Ver, it all the time. Uh, Ver, Ver, Verner one. Uh, Verner von, von Braun. Verner von Braun. Yeah. He said the Nazi scientist. He, he said when they pull he, this he, stunt, Carol, Carol, Carol. I'm talking to you. Listen, I'm dying here. I want you to know, and you need to know because I'm telling you, the last straw they're going to pull is the alien invasion. Okay, it's not going to be real. <laughs> That comes in with Ace's Blue Beam, okay, Project Blue Beam, you guys. It's all put together. It's because they they want us to think outside the firmament. I don't think they've ever been outside the firmament, ever. How are they going to get through the firmament? They can't. They shoot rockets at it. It stops. It bounces all around. They can't get through the firmament, okay? I think that's what uh, Werner Von Braun was talking about. And he told his, yeah. his sidekick, Carol, they're going to pull the alien invasion at the last straw. If I'm not mistaken, he worded it kind of like this. He said something to the effect of like, there's going to be a series of fear events designed to herd humanity ever closer to a one world government takeover. Yep. Which once again, exactly. is biblical. Yep. And then he said, but you'll know you're in the final stages when they do uh, Project Bluebeam, which yep. will be a combination of holographic, holographic images in the sky combined with 
unseen military technology and conventional weapons, meaning missiles. The combination of those three things are going to create a, what did I say in that scripture earlier? A great delusion. And those who are not written in God's book of life will be deceived by it. They're going to, they're going to fall hook, line, and sinker that there's an alien invasion. Then the aliens are going to negotiate for peace as long as we agree to what? A one-world leader, Bow down. a one-world government, yep. a one-world currency, and a one-world religion. Everything that Nimrod and the Babylonians were trying to accomplish. Yep. Isn't that ironic? Mm. Everything that Revelation says that, that, that is going to happen in the end times, that's what they're going to be aiming for. It makes a ton of sense to me. I think I, I can see this. And, and you think about it. Look at all these movies that, that, that they're coming out with. It's priming the normies who are the godless normies to just lap this up, yep. this whole concept up. Yep. And it's going to be up to us in the end to calm these normies down and say, look, this is all biblical. It's all written. These things are supposed to happen. Stand back. Just stand back. Take care of your family. Don't fall for any of this nonsense because it was written and we already know. So that's going to be up to us. Ace, any final thoughts, brother? It's been great having you on here, man. I'm telling you, it's been fun. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I, I hope it's been, been awesome. Uh, I just, all the information, I just want you know, to make sure that everybody is uh, just, just gathering all the information that you guys are putting out there. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to be here. Uh, you know, man, we can go all night when it comes to the things you guys are talking about. Uh, <laughs> this is awesome. I, I would love to come back and, and, and touch up on some more subjects as well. So uh, uh, it's been great now for everybody that's just seeing me. Go follow me until the tables turn podcast on IG. And like I said before, buy some merch and uh, hope to see you guys there. That's awesome. Brother. I appreciate I, you guys for having me. Well, I think everybody in the chat's been loving you. Um, Trusty Turnip over here on Pilled Foxhole says, I have Thank the you, alien Emma. invasion on my apocalypse bingo card. Yes, there's a bingo card going around. Yeah. I'm going to send it to both of you guys on text. But um, Compton Conservative, she says, good night, my brothers. I'm dealing with a migraine on a scale of nine from uh, past head blows. I enjoyed the stream. So, hey, come back. Yeah, everybody needs to pray for uh, for, the, for Sister Verita, please. Yep. And uh, she, we're, we're going to have her back on too. So we're going to have her come back on soon and uh, we'll get her in the live chat. And uh, Hamhock loves it, man. He's been, uh, he says, it's been fun, Ace. Thank you. So uh, Outcast, any last words for Ace before he's got to go? Ace, I think it was uh, divine providence that uh, Sister Verita introduced, introduced you to us in such a timely manner that we needed a guest. Uh, God makes no mistakes, and we count you as brethren. We love you, and we, we thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, and uh, sharing your knowledge with us. Uh, hopefully, you'll come on again soon and, and down the road a little ways. Thank you. Love you, brothers, too, man, and I appreciate you uh, inviting me to your platform, and, and, and uh, I hope that uh, you know I was able to get out whatever I needed to, you know, uh, share with your audience, you know, so I thank you so much for bringing me on. You did thank brother. You. you did, you did a good job. Yeah. Excellent. I, I enjoyed having you on. You brought a lot of stuff. And I think, like I said before, I think we bounce a lot of stuff off each other, uh, including mm -hmm. the people out here on, on the live streams are having a good time. And, uh, you know, I want you to come back. We'll talk, we'll, we'll send chats out and, uh, or text messages. I'll, I'll hook you guys both up together and, uh, we'll figure some things out maybe for a month or two and, and come back because, uh, we got a lively year coming up, right? This, this year is going to be, yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk about in the next few weeks and probably the next couple of months. So yep. yeah, you definitely have me back. Cause I'm pretty sure it's going to be, it's going to be a wild year. Awesome. You guys, well, I'm go, go over there, go over there and check out ACE. Look at, I'm going to put it right in the screen until the table turns until the tables turn podcast on Instagram. All right, go to type that in, put that in there until the tables turn podcast on I Instagram. Okay. Go check him out. 
And Ace, thank you, sir, for coming on. It's awesome. Uh, you know, you're having some decent weather down there in, in Georgia. And uh, we're, we're, nah. cold, we're cold up here. Things are freezing, right? <laughs> having a good time. But, I mean, uh, I, I like summertime a lot better, but I guess I can't complain too much. If you out there, you know, uh, cold as you say it is out there, I think we're like in the 40s at night. Maybe well, I think we get down to the 30s at night, but in the daytime is around 50. Oh, so that's not that. I'm gonna have to come have you come up here and sit in a tree blind at when it's when it's three degrees out. Let's see what you think about that. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Well, thank you, brother, for coming on. And uh we'll stay in touch. And uh well, welcome to the Dangerous Info Info family. So uh we're we're glad to have you here. And um, you know, we'll we'll continue the discussion here in in, in later days. Sounds great, man. Awesome. Y'all have a blessed one. You too. Hey, stay dangerous, Ace. Absolutely. Y'all stay dangerous. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Outcast. There he goes. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. That was awesome. That was good. Um, oh, th- look at Hamhock. He says, I haven't been on Gilded for quite a while. I've been busy, busy, busy. Don't worry. Hey, Hamhock, that's okay. I know you've been taking care of your mom and all that stuff, and I'm... Uh, we've been praying for her, so um, we're, we're all good. Um, no, no worries. But our gilded chat room, you guys, our gilded chat room is out there. And if you scroll down in the description of what you're listening to right now, um, join that. That's where we go after the show, and we hang out, and we talk, and we share ideas, and we just do more of this. Um, and uh, you know, it's 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 it's. I, explain it, Outcast. I can't explain it. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was just reading Music Lover. I just zoned out on you. I was just re- uh, reading Music Lover's comment. She yeah. says she's traveling. She says, thanks for a great show, making the drive go faster. So she's driving somewhere. But yeah, you guys go on to our Gilda chat room. I'll be there in just a little bit uh, when I start uploading the show for the audio for the podcast tomorrow. But uh, for everybody here that's been watching live, I, I just want to say thank you guys over on Pilled Foxhole. I'm going to release the scratching right now. And uh, hopefully that means something to you guys. Uh, Trusty Turnip says, uh, prayers up, blessings for 2024. Yes, thank you. Um, plain Truth, that, new to the show, right? Plain Truth, unless you change your name, but I think you're new to the show. Um, thank you for, for being here. God wins, that's right. Um, yes, Hamhock says, music lovers always busy. I'm going to go over and check some Rumble stuff, see if anybody anybody's going. Go ahead, Al I'm a little worried. I, I saw in the comments that Sister Verita was saying something like uh, she wants to have a conversation um, with me soon. And I'm like, oh, I hope I'm not in trouble for. <laughs> no, because you. I don't think you saw it, but I was. We were in the in the chat there saying that um, she wants to get back on, and we want to have her on too. So yeah, I told yeah, her that yeah. we'll we'll chat and we'll get this thing lined up um, awesome. because she's never been on a live show with us. We've she's been on a show when we were on phone calls before before all this crazy stuff here we're on screen right um yeah outcast is now in trouble ham hock <laughs> well you have no idea I, I i totally respect her biblical worldview on everything yeah so if she correct if she corrected me and said hey i want you to know that your ideas on this is not biblically sound i would take that seriously i really would i mean <laughs> i I'm, I'm open for correction so if she was upset with me about that I'd be like oh what did i what did i get wrong uh but um uh but i love her too i mean yeah. it's the type of it's the type of uh, she's good people. When you really man. respect somebody, yeah, and you can and you appreciate it when they rebuke you. I, that's the relationship I would have with her for yep. sure. Well, um, Outcast, what do you have as far as uh, you know people or, or for for thoughts going out into the rest of the week? Because we've had uh, I, I had fun tonight. Um, let me see, faith, faith. Oh, it says faith in one mustard. 
new follower. I grew up with Ace. This was awesome and so refreshing. Well, thank you. Awesome. I'm going to put that up on the screen. Thank you, uh, Faith in One Mustard. Um, that's great. Uh, Trusty Turnips is a uh, great show as always. Thank you, Ace, Jesse, and Outcast. Awesome. Well, I love it. You know what? It's 2024, you guys. Expect the worst from these clowns that are putting stuff on us, but expect the best from people like us, from the good book right here, the Holy Bible, right? Expect the best from us to react to the worst from those knuckleheads, uh, these demons, the CERN people, the lizards. What else, Outcast? What are they called? What do we call them? <laughs> uh, global elite, the, the descendants of the, the Nephilim. The international. Yeah. We're not saying global anymore. We're saying Illuminati. international. Yes, there you go. All these people. So awesome. Yeah. Oh, and uh this flag is at Illuminati. Yeah, that's all right. We'll flag them back. I don't care. I, have I, I don't have anything uh deeply prepared for tonight's message. I guess I'll just say that well, um hold on. I, I've got some. I want you to send something or just just say something to the people that are out there that are may, maybe stricken with the little bit of uh uh, health issues, uh, health problems, things that, um, you know, there a little uncertainty in the world and, um, you know, we're at the top of a brand new month, brand new year. And, uh, you know, I, I give, give a word, a special shout out to people out there that might be stricken with whether it's, uh, health issues, um, um, family, family health issues, uh, your own health issues, things like that. Listen, they're, 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 these these demons are putting a lot of stuff on us, okay? From all sides, the sky, the the the, the TV, the the medical, the food, the the water, everything. So, yeah. if you yeah. could say something to like that, okay, I'd, I'd I'd appreciate that. Well, I mean, my my go-to answer for everything, I hope this isn't too blanket, but it's, it's I, I if I got a message for 2024, it's whether it's be for health reasons or uh or even if it's for what's going to be coming at us from every direction from these people that are going to try to throw this year into chaos so we don't they can try to you know divert an election whatever is looming ahead or whatever you're dealing with right now the answer is press into the lord and i don't say that lightly i mean press into the lord it doesn't mean go to church once in a while it doesn't mean it means pursue him in your heart this is, this is not about playing church. This is about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Then I'm going to make some recommendations too. Pray for wisdom and discernment. I think it was uh, King Solomon, I think, or was it Solomon or David, prayed for wisdom and discernment. And that pleased God because that opens up a, uh, there's a myriad of ways that he can do it. It leaves it open for his interpretation for what's best for you in your life. But he's going to give you uh, insights that you've never had before to understanding like you've never had before. Um, ask for revelations, which is a revealing to pull the curtain back and show you some things. Ask for courage. Like you've never had before. Thank you. For, uh, I'm sorry. Not thank you. I ask for, um, you know, uh, you're, you're, don't be afraid to ask. And then if you're dealing with a health issue, say, God, I don't know what you have planned for me in this, but whatever it is, may you be glorified. That, that leaves it open for him as well, where you're going to say, you know, um, if I am meant to be ill, sick at this time, if this is what you have planned for me, tell me what you want me to learn. Show me what, what, what lessons are in this that will strengthen me, okay? If you, if you say, heal me, you can declare it and say, Lord, I, de- I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that, you, that I be healed, right? Well, sometimes the answer, he answers all prayers. Sometimes the answer is no. He has another plan for you. He's going to... He's got something for you to, to know and learn and understand. So don't be afraid of the process. If you walked around in a cushy little bubble, I guarantee you, 
you would never grow. You would never become better. You would uh, never have compassion for other people who are suffering or struggling. You have to be put through the heat and the fire to be made strong as steel, right? I think it was Johnny Cash. There's a song where he says, steel is strong because it knew the hammer and white heat. You take that iron and you put it in the fire and it gets red hot and then you pound on it. Bang, 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 bang. And what does it do? That makes that steel stronger. Don't wish, don't ask for a life that's that's trouble-free. Rather, ask for the yoke of Christ so he can help you navigate through the difficulties. Not to avoid difficulties, but for strength, courage, and understanding as you navigate through them. That goes for health issues as well as anything else. Paul, Think about this. Paul, in the Bible, who wrote 66% of the entire New Testament, he complained. He wouldn't say what, exactly what it was, but he referred to a thorn in his side. He had some type of a health issue or uh, a pain that plagued him. Um, and yet, from a prison cell, he wrote 66%. He wrote the majority of the New Testament? I'm, I'm telling you, That's I know big, people right now. I'm, yeah, That's and I know big. people right now that, that, that can't come from big money. I know this. I'm thinking of a person in particular in my life. She had everything handed to her, and she is the most miserable person I've ever met in my life. Mm. It looks like her face will crack if she smiles. She is so unhappy. What, what, what did all that comfort do for her? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. I'm telling you, I've 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 went through loss. I've lost my mom. I've lost my dad. I lost my I lost a brother. I know what loss is. When I was younger, I didn't have compassion for people when they went through loss. But you know what? I do now. And that loss made me press into the Lord, which has revealed so much to me. I, my, I'm an amazement of what I've been learning and understanding all the time. So I guess what I'm saying out there is, if you're going through something difficult, lean into God. He's a healer. He's a he's a teacher. He's uh he's going to train you. Like I said, what I say earlier about jumping out of the out of the 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 inner tube that's comfortly floating down river, get out and swim upstream. Yep. He is looking to build on the other side of this whole thing because you got to focus on what is unseen as opposed to what is seen. For what is unseen is eternal, and what is seen is temporary. Yeah. So if he's going to build, he, if he wants an elite group of Navy SEALs, you're going to have to go through some trials to become a Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. If you want to be just fat and happy and just look for happiness in this world, I hate to inform you this, but this is as good. This world is as good as it gets because after this, it's going to get worse for you. So, I'm sorry if I'm ranting. I'm just all over the place, but. Man, I got the Holy Spirit these days, and I I, I want to share this with everybody. You people, if you're if you're on the fence, if I don't know what you're if you're afraid of something, I don't. There's you have nothing to fear. That yoke of Christ is going to make every challenge you go through a little easier. All right, I'll stop. I'm sorry. I can no, keep going. it's good. It's good, brother. I think people it resonates with everybody, right? Um, for 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 people thinking about all this stuff, it resonates for sure. And you know, I appreciate it. And uh, you know, it it makes sense to me. And if it makes sense to me, I'm sure it makes sense to everybody else. I'm just a simple-minded guy trying to be out here saying what I think, and that's it, and sharing what I think. So I appreciate you, Outcast, for uh, for, no for uh, yeah. Music lover is, is she? Re- she's requesting that I post those scriptures I read earlier. Yeah, I was going to put I'm that good. on there. She says, "Can Outcast post those scriptures uh, over on our Absolutely. chat room, Gilded, from earlier?" Yeah, so. Um, yeah. So all you new viewers and listeners out there, I th- thank you for being here. And I'm glad you enjoyed having Ace battle and listen to your buddy Ace. I told him, Hey, listen, I need you to send this out to all your people so they can come and join and watch tonight. So, um, please do that. If you guys want to join our gilded chat room, you can do that. You can talk with like-minded people like us, um, every day of the week when we're not here. So, uh, we are live Monday through, uh, Monday, 7 PM to 9 PM Eastern. 
Um, once we get back after this new year is now over, next week will be Monday, and we'll be on our regular schedule again. These last two weeks, Outcast, for me, it's been two weeks of Saturdays. It's just uh, it, it, it's fun because I have family here. My kids are here. My girls are here. Um, but you get lost. I don't know about you, but I just get lost. I don't know what day it is. I'm sleeping in too long. It's just we're staying up too late. It's just crazy these last two weeks. It's like that every time, though. It's like that every uh, every Christmas season from, from, from the week of Christmas to the week of, uh, New Year's Eve. That's how it is. It's just wild. Just, I just, you know, it seemed like a month since we talked last, but it, it was just hours. <laughs> so, um, yeah. uh, I, I like what Hamhock says here. He says, uh, when it happens to you, you gain empathy. He's talking about that stuff from earlier. I'm afraid of the Hickory farms gift box I got for Christmas. I'm afraid I'm going to eat the entire thing in one go. Hey, don't be afraid. Uh, Hamhock, just do it. Have fun with it. Hey, put some mustard, some hot sauce on there. You'll be fine. Just just eat the whole thing. I I think I'm going to send Hamhock a fruitcake next year. Listen, we have it's 2024, Outcast. We got to do a, some sort of a meetup when 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 people. I want Hamhock and Ivanell to be able to be here in Michigan, and let's do this because there's people that want to meet us and hang out and talk to us and, and grab our ear a little bit. And, and you know, and I want to see some of these people live and in person too. So let's figure something out. It's got to be for February or January or February, one of the two or both or one of them. We got to pick one and do it and we'll find somewhere yeah. local. And Hey, if, if you guys can make it, please do. We'll give you plenty of time. So maybe we'll, we'll go to February. We'll see. Um, trusty turnip over here. Pilled Foxhole talking to Joyful June. Welcome, Joyful June. You're back again. She says, uh, oh, she gifted, gifted us a cookie and said, thank you guys for all the things you do. Much love from Georgia. Hey, may God, may God bless you all. That's where Ace is from. Ace Battle. He's from, uh, he's in Atlanta right now. So yes. thank, thank you, Joyful June. Um, I released a scratching over there and uh, she gave us a cookie. So I'm going to give you half and uh, let me know when you get it. Um, I think that's it, brother. I'm looking over here on right. Rumble. Everybody on Rumble, um, I had to refresh it so many dang times, but there's quite a few people watching on Rumble. And um, hey, we're just having a good time here, you guys. Hopefully, you guys catch on to what we're saying. Hopefully, you can add to the conversation because this is what this is all about. We're here to defeat the globalists, the internationalists. I forgot. No more globalists. They're internationalists. The satanic elite. That's what they are. Let's call them what they are. <sighs> all right, Outcast. So that's been a good show. Thank you for talking about the, the, you know, the people who are out there struggling with some things and, and, uh, that, that's what it is. Uh, we, we gotta, we gotta watch over one another is what I'm saying. Whether it's in your family, on your road, in your neighborhood, you guys got to start watching out for, for one another. It's 2024. Things are heating up. So we have to, you know, I'm watching out for all you guys. I'm trying to keep an eye and pay attention on what's going on here in all these screens. It's hard, but you know what I'm trying to do. So, uh, Hamhock, he says, awesome broadcast. Just, just, uh, you two just keep getting better and better every day. Uh, every time. Thank you. Thank you. Hamhock. I'm just, I, I want that to happen more. We need growth. We have to grow. We're kind of stuck in a little level area. It's, it's a good area, but we're stuck in the level area. We need to jump a next level soon. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I thought I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I had something I was going to add in there, but yeah, it's all good. Uh, all right. No worries. But uh, no, it was good. Um, we'll see you guys here Monday, Monday night. All right. Next week. So um, come back. 
Come back is what I'm saying. Come back and see us Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. And bring all your friends too. Take these links. I, you know, follow us on Instagram. I'm going to read all this stuff where you can follow us right now. Um, I just want to say a big shout out. First of all, I guess to Sister Rita, Compton Disciple over on Instagram. She's the one that hooked all this up. It was her and a hand of God that put this together tonight. And uh, it went to you, Outcast. And, and thank you for, for bringing that to me. So, um, you know, that way we can hook this up and make this happen tonight. So, uh, a big shout out to Ace. Ace Battle, you guys. Go go, go see him on, uh, what is it, Until the Tables Turn podcast on Instagram. Type all that in and you'll find him. Um, and to you, Outcast, for bringing all this together. So it's been, it's been great. Also, the Dangerous I, Info chat rooms. Go ahead. God just made it happen. I there it is. To do with it. Yep, there it is right there. Um, uh, let me see. Everybody that's out there watching live and sharing all this stuff and... Um, uh, you know, just just thank you guys. You guys are, are fueling us for what we have to do next. I mean, we're in a battle, and uh, the battle is just growing, and it's just starting. Uh, you know, the the road to twenty thirty, which they've turned to twenty twenty five. That that road is for us. You got to understand that those normies in your life, you got to tell them what's coming. And if they don't believe you, it's okay. Be there for them because later they're going to come back to you. And they're going to thank you for trying to wake them up before, once they figure it all out. Read the description of tonight's show. Down below is where you're going to find all the information and the notes and all that stuff to read. Uh, reach us. Uh, figure uh, or go find us on Instagram. Um, all the social media. True social. Instagram, Gab, Rumble, Twitter, Twitch, Telegram. Uh, find my mailing list over there, too. You guys want to sign up because as as most important way to stay in touch with us, um, stay connected when social media is eventually wiped out. And I just got a text message from Ace right now, Outcast. He says, thanks again. He says, thanks again for an awesome show. Is there a chance I can watch it tonight? Yes. I'm going to replay it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go on its own on Rumble. So if you guys want to watch this again, it's on Rumble. And Hamhock just says, uh, do I have to come back? Yes, you do. Meet up? Yes. Sounds good. I want to shoot your guns. Okay. Just bring some ammo, and I, you can shoot all the guns. We can, we have all the guns. So, yes, thank you. Um, trusty Turnip, uh, one one gold pill from the scratching. Well, awesome. I think I don't know how that works, but Trusty Turnip, you might have to be my go-to on that because I'm still trying to figure out Pilled Foxhole. I really like the platform. I need to know more about it. So, anyway, that's it. <laughs> we got to get going out, guys. Um, if you guys have something relevant to say, interesting or just want to share something on the show email the show dangerous info podcast at protonmail.com that's dangerous info podcast at protonmail.com and again you join us here every monday night at 7 p.m live all right that's eastern time eastern also thanks for listening to the show i'm jesse james he's outcast look at him right there see it that's outcast as you guys go through the week remember be bold be courageous Stay alert and don't fall for the media propaganda. It's coming at you at every level of your life. There's solutions to all this stuff, you guys. It's up to you to act on those solution ideas and put them into service, right? Work those things. Teach your neighbors about those things. We love you guys. God bless and stay dangerous, my Patriot friends. Stay dangerous. The word smart, right? Remember when smart came along? Smart car, smart mm-hmm. phone, smart meter, smart 
watch, smart, everything. People, you yep. know, I, I, I knew right away when I first heard it, um, it was, you know, SM, S-M-A-R-T. People just think it's smart, like intelligent. It's not, okay? Smart, what it stands for, it's an acronym. Self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. SMART. I had no idea. I'm going to repeat that again. Self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. Okay. Wow. What this is, 